1: With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this, but with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades, find new roads, Chevrolet.
2: Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The
1: views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast
0: partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy.
1: Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the Voice of the People. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every
3: day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling.
4: You fight with nobody This is this is a dollopie. BoxingWords.com. You won the belt with hey no money. BoxingWords.com. This is a dollopie.
1: You never going to get a fight, man. You're a horrible
5: fighter. Payday. Payday. You want payday. I know
4: that. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. There's
1: a plan to go for for the bell and I'm coming, man. I'm coming, my friend. Get the fuck out of here, man. Please. Please get the fuck out of here, man. BoxingWiz.com. Because I'm going to fuck you out right now, motherfucker.
2: BoxingWiz.com. Man, good morning, y'all. What up? What up, Danny? fuck is wrong with you <laughs> shit just ain't the same if it ain't a 420 special man it was like yo i think i lived out my like innermost fucking uh just like my inner fantasy bro like a studio that was catering to me and my marijuana pleasures bro like everything else is just
4: so corny It's gonna be alright champ You done did all this shit before 420 And you used to come in You know all excited But it was crazy yesterday It was pretty crazy Bro it was just You still feeling it or
2: I definitely took that little one The little pinky I had that shit before I got here Of course Uh, Of course course. course. Nah but I'm good I'm good I'm just saying It's like That shit was actually official
4: Did you enjoy it or what no, I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. I think uh, I was visibly, you know, affected. <laughs>
2: bro, you could tell from the short. Lord have mercy. Let me play that short bro, because I know the YouTube there was, there was like stuff a, like There that. was
4: like a moment in that short where you asked me something. I'm like, let's rock on. I said some weird <laughs> shit, yo. I'm like, but, bro. He said, let's rock on. But, bro, you could see it in my face. I was, you know, I was affected. You know, I, yeah. was, I was a victim. You were affected, for sure. Let me... Uh, did you uh, make the most of the rest of your day? I know your daughter in town and shit. Actually,
2: I did not. I was supposed to go roller skating. What happened? Went home, never woke up.
4: Oh, you you must be in hot
0: water with the, uh, the yeah. old ball and chain. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I'm not
2: doing so well. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Ness is in wait, trouble. Wait. You got home. And just passed out. Till when? I just found out this morning that my daughter was trying to wake me up yesterday. Oh God! Yeah, no. I, I woke up. T- I woke up like I don't know, seven forty-five p.m. <laughs> yeah, that's t- bro. That's like a full sleep. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I went and th- no, but I got tired again because I went outside and just like had the computer and the cell phone on the on the back. You know what I'm saying? Overlooking the pool. Feeling like a million bucks in a rare Versace robe. And smoked a few more joints and got tired enough to go back to sleep uh, like around 10. But nah, I needed that shit, bro. Like like I told you, you don't
4: overdose. You just, you're, you're, the computer shuts down. It's yeah, like nah, restart. But yeah. I, I went to sleep till about like 5. P.M. P.M. <laughs> let me tell you. And then I woke up and I had fell asleep. And I woke up and uh, just cut the game on. I smoked a pinky and uh, another one and another one. And then I went back to sleep. Damn. <laughs> so how'd you get two pinkies, huh? No, 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 no. It was The first one was the pinky, but uh-huh. then I'm talking about two more That calls. shit
2: be rocking. You know what that is, right? That's like THC oil. And then they rolled a joint in Keith. And it's just like crazy. But let me get a screenshot here. Oh, is that Quentin Randall already? Nice and early. Talk about official tissue. Let me, uh, all right, he's ready. Check out this short, guys. This every is- day. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Because I love that he started with that.
3: Smoke weed every day. Oh,
2: Morning, oh yeah. Hey, Papi, St- Still, so
4: Let's
2: Let get, get this like. party started. Oh, did you spin that wheel, Miraja?
4: Let's rock
2: out Look <laughs> Right there You look extra so, so big Like yeah, Bro so I just, then Weed is just coming in here anyway We might as well light up and here Before they put to cure. Oh my goodness Bam Smoke Smoke <laughs> Bro you was looking Big <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nice and toasted I do feel like a chef yeah. you Massage it well, it takes time. <laughs> look! Look! <laughs> Yo, they are terrible for that. Let me Yo, tell you. He's great. <laughs> he's amazing, bro. He's amazing, bro. Oh man! That you was... know, the 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 only thing I want for him is like a network to to come knocking for him, you know, so that he could be on the biggest stage.
4: Oh, you talking about Shabba? I'm talking about Jemmy. Oh, oh, I think
2: he's talented, bro. I think oh, this shit is
4: amazing, bro. No, nah, okay. Yeah, no, nah, Jemmy's Jimmy,
2: Yo, like that, YouTube sure. hated on me, though. This one was a short, uploaded like a short, and they made it a video, bro. They don't like the, you know, they don't like the Marrow Jawan. They they played it. This is, they, that was tight, bro. I, don't, I can't even believe they had the ability to do that. Like, how do you just change a video from a short? Cause you know when when it's a short, you could just keep scrolling. Right. oh, I got you. I you, know got what you. I'm saying. And when it's a video, you stuck. Yeah, Yo, we go got
4: next. We got an early super chat. New York Bullet. First thing in the morning, saying TBV. Glad the homie Danny is alive. Yes, I am glad. I am here with you guys still. Myself, I'm glad I'm alive myself. Um, QG, not to be confused with GQ, says I'm from Newark. In Las Vegas, for Shakur's fight, any TBV parties? I wish, man. I wish. But. No, no, no <clears> yeah, <throat> Friday, right? I thought the day before Shakur's fight, right? The 29th. Yeah, but we working. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, nah, it's still a party. Uh, Q
2: me. from Newark. Uh, What up, Q? Nah, but parties, bro. Like, yo, I'm out here grinding. So Friday, I'm trying to actually do an extra show, and that's Friday the 29th. We're trying to do an extra show, so yeah. But it looks like we got our first guest early in the morning, Breakfast Club, of boxing, none other than Quentin Randall in the building. And uh, we're going to be asking him a few questions, and if you have any particular that you want asked, you know what to do. Head on over to Patreon.com forward slash The Boxing Voice, which is still the best choice for this particular process uh, until you know we we, we 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 100% got it down pack with uh, posting uh, the, the question both on YouTube members and Patreon. Right now, it's a Patreon thing, but Quentin Randall's post is there. I believe it's from Houston, right? Yes. All right. I'm nice. We're bringing in Quentin to the back cam. Oh, dang,
4: he's pretty tall. Mm, 5'11", I want to say. Good morning,
2: morning, Mr. Randall. How are you? You got a set of headphones right there for you so you can hear us it, nice and clear. Let me just take that... head. Yeah, man, let the world see exactly who you are so that there's no confusion. Whenever they bump into you, they get that autograph, man. Appreciate I hear you're the, the next big thing.
6: Man, I'm the next Quinn Randall. That's it, man. I don't want to be like nobody else but me.
2: Well, oh, I said next big thing. That's only you. Oh, most, most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. So uh, I, I I believe I got introduced to you to my through my uh, Houston correspondent Val right you guys have a tight relationship yeah. cool 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 he, you allow him in the gym to see what you can do he's been telling me about you for quite some time man
6: yeah I bring Val with me Shit. if he want to rock with me he can come wherever we want to go he's been in my house I took him to to a couple of events like Val my guy
2: that's a, that's a special man we appreciate the access. Yeah. Um, and you have a pretty tight relationship with a with, with a lot of the Houston guys out there, right? Like the Shakurs and the James Princes. I'm assuming.
6: Yeah, I'm cool with a lot of people. I'm cool with a lot of this. There's some I don't fuck
2: with. Mm. Well, I will not name names, so we mm. don't get into that conversation. Unless you want to, man, you can say. You know.
4: Nah, so I'm not into. If it pops up, I'm
2: gonna speak on it, but it, pops if it don't.
4: Up. I well, one thing I want to speak on is uh you were the first guy to take. Clay Collins' oh, you—you you were the guy to take Clay college Oh, it was a lot of buzz. Damn, behind. you took the undefeated uh, prospect killers. Oh, so he didn't kill you, you.
2: Okay,
6: nah, Clay Collins was my toughest fight. I'm far, sure He's to this day. Dog. Yeah.
4: That was your third professional fight yeah. to this day. That's that was been, my toughest. Did fight. you know who? Oh, oh, oh,
1: O'Reilly. Stay. Clean
2: He was nah exactly because I wouldn't tell. Until- that, that was Your be- manager must say no at the third fight. That was crazy,
4: and that was before the pandemic. Let's remind everybody: Clay got his not- notoriety during the yeah. pandemic, the bubble and whatnot. So, no, I mean eight and zero. Actually, for me,
2: I got put on Clay before that. Remember, he was on that one PBC card with that kid. I think it was like Fajardo they the, 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 the was pumping up that that Al Santham in high school. And my man was a little pit bull and Clay Slap him. Yeah, mm. that
6: was. I think that was actually after the, my fight with. Clay. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah. was after yeah. my yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, because uh,
2: it, it says here on Boxrec that Clay fought you at one and O oh with one draw. So that was you. You got him early.
6: Yeah, um, I would beat him late anyway. But Clay, my guy, Clay, a good, tough guy. It was just that uh, when I seen him. We knew he was an MMA fighter. We knew it wasn't too much boxing film on him. So we knew he had the advantage as far as the boxing skills go, but we knew he was going to be tough. We weighed in. I was actually bigger than him than the weigh in. I seen this nigga the next day. I said, oh shit, mm. this motherfucker blew about 25, 30 pounds. I said, okay. So, but yeah, it was a good fight. I won every round. Then I put him down in the fourth. So, but shit, he never stopped coming. So, So, who's your manager? I don't have a manager. Oh. My coach works with Peter Kahn was my
2: manager. Peter oh uh, man, what happened? I He's he doing
6: good right now. Yeah, he was doing he doing good with everybody else but me. Uh, uh. Peter, my guy ain't got nothing bad to say about Peter. I mean, Peter.
2: T- truth he, be told, Van Heerden is also his guy and, and look, it was a minute, you know, he, he before the Ennis fight, he had been inactive. Mm-hmm. After the Ennis fight, pretty long inactivity, and now he just got this uh kind of ben fight. So it isn't easy always, you know, I will say it was if, if if anything it wasn't just you but seems like now he's got more television opportunities for his guys, you know with with the zone and with Top Rank. I, I was
6: with him when he signed a deal with Triller, When he became hmm. the conject- Did, yeah.
4: You were on that Jake Paul uh Ben Ashkin undercard yeah. right in Atlanta.
6: And so he was it was just a whole bunch of it was uh, some boys Pete Peter Khan, like I ain't got nothing bad to say about Pete, but two fights in 2 years one no one damn sure. No, of course. That. So with that being I just had to go a different direction. I was like, man, you having a hard time moving me at 8-0. I'll come back and holler at you when I'm 16-0. No. And so we could probably do more business then. You could probably move me more efficiently then. Give me bigger fights then. But as of right now, yeah, I can't, I can't afford to wait on you and nobody else.
2: And since then, it seems like you had one fight. Now, what happened with this last fight? Obviously, it's a technical draw. Uh, there was a headbutt. Can you just give us some some details? Obviously, we don't have any tape.
6: Man, he didn't want to fucking fight. Man, that punk. Uh, first, well, I mean, first of all, I, I knew where well was that I'm Mexico. I'm in his hometown. First round was his easy. last name Alvarez. Yeah. First name. First round was easy. I ain't had no problems. I heard him with a body shot in the end of the first round. I said, okay, I know what I'm gonna do. So he switched southpaw in the second round. And am trying some roughhouse tactics, and he caused the headbutt. And then, so when they pulled him to the side, he didn't show no interest of keep going. Like, I've been cut five times. Four of them was in the amateurs. And every time I've ever been cut, I'm telling the doc, nah, I'm good. I've had bad cuts. now I'm good. I still want to fight. And every fight that I've ever been cut in, I've always won. He didn't show no interest in wanting to fight. He was just looking like a sad dog. I was like, come on, man. And so they called the fight off. So when his fans started booing him, then he made it seem like he wanted to fight again. So it was too late by then.
2: Mm. That sucks because I'm sure there was a lot of cost in going out to Mexico.
6: Yeah, I don't pay for none of that. I, I came there for one one thing and one thing only. That was kick ass and come on back home.
2: So you, you have something scheduled here uh, for the Lone Star Convention Expo? That's next uh, next Saturday.
6: Yeah, that's a, uh, April 30th. Same day, Shakur did them my so I'm trying to whoop my opponent ass quick so I can get out the ring and go watch Shakur, Troy, and Keyshawn fight.
4: So now that's for the same uh, vacant WBC silver welterweight title that was on the line for your last fight. So mm-hmm. obviously still, uh, I guess, a bit hopeful there, right? Because winning these regional titles, I feel like, often gets overlooked. But that's how you move up in these in rankings. In these rankings, for sure. You know, that, that, that's how you move up in these rankings. So that's good that that's still on the line for yourself. But, I mean, a week and a half out, you know, talk to us. You know, no, how are well, how, how you feeling going into this fight? And, you know, where's your mindset at? My mindset is always on seek and destroy. Uh,
6: I feel good. I mean, I've been in camp for the longest. My camp never stopped after the last fight got canceled because I knew I was going to be back in action real soon. So I came out here. I've been out here for like the last week and a half getting work. I'm always trying to go wherever the best work at. Houston has good work as well, but it was so many styles I was just used to seeing. So I decided to come out here and just get different looks. But So what kind of looks have you been getting? You're in the top
2: range gym with them, right?
6: Yeah. I haven't had no problems with nobody. Uh, out of all the guys I sparred some is more experienced than others but i haven't had no Who did you spar any. i spar some dude named uh Cash oh uh, <laughs> some kid from hawaii uh,
2: wait wait you talking about the 54 pounder yeah oh Quintavius yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 from uh from atlanta okay uh, that's mike leonardi's fighter
6: yeah i sparred him uh i've been sparring how was he he's
2: pretty. he's pretty he's pretty educated with his left hand
6: yeah, uh, he he was good work. Oh, he was he was having fun in there. We was doing some little light trash talking, but we was having real good oh, fun. Oh, right. Right. some yeah. trash talking too. It was it was all good work though. I uh, saw him. I was giving Nico Walsh a couple rounds. Just a Oh Nico I re- out here. Yo, yeah. hit
2: up Evan, man. All right, I, I, wanted, been to, been
6: I wanted to test the water. I just, How I, was
2: that? How was that, Ali's? Right, like uh, what is I that, grandson?
6: grandson? Like I said, I didn't have a problem with nobody. Um, I spot some um, amateur kid from Hawaii. He probably was the best one I spot. Hawaii? Yeah, some amateur kid. Uh, and some dude from France. Mumi. Dark kid from France. Uh, he came out here with this uh, heavyweight class? kid.
4: Oh, he came. He was Yoka. He was Tony yeah, Yoka. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah oh. I know exactly who you're talking about. I saw him you get some more. You know his name? Um, I they don't. call
6: him Frenchy. That's all I don't know his <laughs> name. Yeah.
4: I don't, but.
2: <laughs> I hope he a dog. Do, do, do.
6: So I got some work with yeah, on him. I, didn't um, I got
4: it. Right.
6: I haven't had no problem. Like I said, I haven't had no problems with nobody. I've been since I've been out here. Um, it's been good work.
4: So That's what weight class
2: do you want to campaign at? Because it seems like your box tricks all over the place. Are you are you slowly getting down the more? You know, my sickness? last three
6: fights have all been at one forty seven. Well, I mean, but
2: they all say a different weight.
6: Nah, they shouldn't have. The Triller fight, that the top rank fight when I fought on the Loma card, when I fought John Cosgrave, that was one forty seven. I didn't fight again until I fought on Triller. That was 147. And then my last fight for the WBC, uh, that was at 147 as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, they, the last one that with Ivan uh, Alvarez, they got you at 45. The, the one before that at 49. The one before that at 47. Before yeah. that, 46. Yeah, well to wait. All well to wait. Yeah, and in and around. but not 47. You know what I'm saying? And I get it. When you're not fighting for the title, you don't have to make the way. I'm just saying, it, it does also show that he's going down so that's why I wasn't sure because the last weight is 45 and if you look the first weight is in the 53's you know, 50, 53, 53, 49, 55, 46, 46, so it starts showing like he's going down so I wasn't sure.
6: Nah, I damn sure didn't try to weigh in at 45, I just happened to cut so much weight I was just, I don't ever have a problem cutting weight, weight falls off me easy but I ain't never been down to 140, I stopped at 147.
4: Mm. Be a, I mean, you you a big welterweight, I you know at one forty would be even bigger, um, but just after what you came out your last fight unintentional headbutt, what would you say was your biggest takeaway there? Because you know obviously, uh, I feel like your your last fight's always your biggest fight, so
6: don't 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 let a motherfucker get that close to you. Mm. I got long ones, I can keep somebody at range, but then I do like to fight on the inside too, because my, my inside skills are underrated, but. Yeah, don't let the motherfucker touch you. Not, not, don't let him get that close to you and try to rip shit within the first four rounds because it can all end with just a headbutt. And so you back at stage one. Nobody wins nothing. Nobody accomplishes shit.
4: I got to ask right with certain fighters, we always say, "Oh, that fighter takes off the first two, three rounds." We call them fill-out rounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then you get situations like yours, mm-hmm. so. After four, it's official. Right? That's what you said, don't get touched on the first four rounds. But what if you are one of those fighters who, who does take a few fill out rounds and then next thing you know, fifth round, you get ahead, but and now you gotta go to the to the official scorecards. Mm-hmm. What what do you th- thought process on that? Because obviously if it's a fight like that, then you're you're at risk of losing really quick because <coughs> of those fill out rounds or, or what do you recommend for fighters like that Man. that do take those fill-out rounds?
6: Fill-out rounds are important. You just can't go out there banging. Some people do, and that's what happened to Tio. When he came out there, he didn't respect George Camposas. He didn't do a fill-out round. He tried to do a knockout round. And you see what happened to him through the whole momentum of the fight off. I'm a fill-out type of guy. It takes me two minutes to see what I need to see in that very first round. It may take the full round. But I'm always winning the round. I'm going to secure the round anyway. Even though I'm filling you out, I'm going to keep my jab in your face. I'm going to secure the round even though I'm still filling you out. So that's the way you can still feel your opponent out and still win the round. You don't have to just be defensive-minded the whole time, just moving. You can still control the tempo and pace with the jab alone and see what you need to see, see what the feints open up for you, and then round two, you execute.
2: Yeah, I never understood the thought process behind filling out. (laughs) Filling out a person and losing the round. I, I I prefer to put them rounds in the bag. Yeah,
6: yeah. I'm going to fill you out, but I'm still going to win that round. Exactly. I'm still going to win the round.
2: So we had put out a post for our people uh, to ask you a couple questions. In San Antonio, James Valdez asks, If the fight with Virgil Ortiz versus Boots happened in 2023, who wins and how? Do you ha- do you know uh, Virgil at all, being from Texas? I know you're from Houston. He's from San Antonio, but...
6: no, i never met Virgil. Okay. I never met Virgil. I, I seen he's from met. Dallas. Yeah, he's from Dallas. Oh, I, I met I Boots a
2: couple.
6: I met Boots a couple times in the amateurs. Uh, but if they did fight, I had Boots by stoppage.
2: Mm. So uh, when you met Boots, you mean in the ring or you mean at a tournament? At them a them tournament.
6: Now I seen him fight at okay. a tournament, and him and Shakur fought in Philly at the Olympic qualifier. And Boots not had a, each other though. No, no, no. Boots had one outstanding fight of the war. Shakur won his weight class. Boots won his weight class. And that was my first time ever seeing him fight. And I was like, damn, this little nigga cold. <laughs> and so, there's only been t- three amateurs that I've watched that have had me stuck. Like, damn, these little niggas is nice. It was Shakur, Boots, and Keyshawn. And I've seen a lot of cold ones, like Duke Reagan, Troy Isley, Tiger Johnson. Like, those are my little brothers. Um, but them three, them first three I named, yeah, they had me like, ooh, we."
4: Well. I haven't been able to see uh, Boots get any sparring in, but I've seen Shakur and um, Keyshawn get plenty of sparring. And uh, kind of what you say, they stood out to you, and the, they have always stood out to me. What do you think it is about uh, guys like Shakur, guys like Boots, that really separates themselves? I mean, obviously, like you said, since the amateurs, they made a lasting impression. So what do you think? And it's shown now in the pros. What do you think separates them from everybody else? Some people,
6: it's the way they think, the way they are, the way they train. I mean, they train hard just like anybody else. They train as, as hard as if a guy that don't have any skills and he know his only way of beating you is to outwork you. They train like that, and then some. But the way they think in the ring, the shit that they see in their head, they actually can put it out there. You got some guys they can, okay, I want to throw this type of combination, but they feel like they're too out of range, or too inside, so they won't throw it in to fuck up their whole thing. With them, they're going to find space. They gonna make range. They gonna do whatever necessary to get the shot. They are real precise. They just they stand out like it's it's
4: shit. So for you to say the way they think, right? Every name you mention is like young guys. So for them to be young, they're still getting that experience in the ring. Do you think that that ring IQ comes through from sparring? You think it's just them sparring other top guys that they're able to to obtain that ring IQ, that knowledge? Because when you talk about the Keyshawns and the Shakurs, we always for years been seeing them posting pictures sparring with with Terrence and, you know, the Devin Haney's and other, you know, top guys. So do you think that is obtained via sparring? No, most,
6: most definitely because sparring is tougher than fights sometimes, especially when they was posting pictures of them sparring. They were still amateurs a lot, so... Them three rounds of amateur fights you're going to get is not going to compare to you going 9, 10 rounds with somebody like Terrence Crawford. Of course. Uh, And you and Devin Haney going toe-to-toe. Or It's just different. The sparring is going to be tougher because then when you get in them deep rounds that you're not used to being in in the amateurs, you got to fight. You got to think more. You're going to have to because you're going to be in situations like this late in life. So what you going to do now?
4: So not because of what he's done in the ring, but because of what you've seen in the ring A fighter like Keyshawn Davis, you know, with so little fights, but we hear all these top guys mentioning him, he's the next one, he's the next one. Is it too soon from what you've seen, right? Not because Mm -hmm. of what he's done in the ring, but from what you've seen, is it too soon to say... He is one of those talents along with the Shakurs and the Devin Haney's and the Gervonte Davis right cuz they're talking about that lightweight division all these all this young talent between 30 and 40. Do you think it's too soon or do you think it's right to mention him along those names nice. from what you've seen of him in the ring? Uh
6: I don't believe it's too soon. He's going to get the test that he's been craving and he's going to take it. He's going to perform flawlessly. But at the same time, they didn't do that. They did the same thing with Shakur. Look at at now.
3: Absolutely, he
6: came out the gate because he was a silver medalist in the Olympics, and they was talked about him highly until he won his first world title. I think at nine or ten fights. So, Keyshawn not too far behind him. And so, but Keyshawn is a more exciting, has a more exciting style. Shakur is real defensive minded. He gonna pick you apart. Keyshawn mean. Keysha-
4: yeah. You you don't think Shakur kind of uh, stepped it up a notch? No, no, that Jamel Herring fight, yeah, yeah,
6: most definitely. That Jamel Herring fight, he that fight went exactly as I predicted. And shout out to Jamel because Jamel the dog. But I watched them spar for years as well, they spar each other, so I was I kind of had an idea on where that fight was going to
4: go. Now the three of you, uh, yourself obviously fighting April thirtieth, and then mm-hmm. Keyshawn and Shakur, who we've been speaking about, um, ideally for you, right? This is a fight that. Um, two months after your last your last outing, what does a perfect 2022 look like as far as activity for I mean, yourself?
6: Give me six to eight fights. Let me get six to eight fights in. I would have had, this would have been my third one. The fight in Detroit got canceled when we got out there. Uh, the Mexico fight ended in a technical head, but this would have this been my third one. So I'd have been three to the good right now. That would have been perfect for me. So if I can get six in and 40 years out, of course keep How are
2: heart. you able to get all these fights without a manager?
6: I have uh, somebody who I signed a, a one-year deal with uh, promotion-wise. It's called Next Fighter Promotion. And so they are locally out of Houston. And so he has a lot of connections with a lot of different people. And so and a lot of people owe him favors, favor. So he he gets the spots for me. So with that being said, I'm trying to six fights, man. I take a good six. Put me in one step in the right direction. Hopefully land a spot on one of these PBC cards, uh, top rank cards. I'm really looking to look fight one of their prospects, somebody who they think they got stock in. And I'm going to flush them.
4: Like who?
6: Um, In the 54? Nah, 47. I don't, 47. don't fight 54.
2: Damn, that's right, 47. Ooh, Cody Crowley?
6: I like Cody Crowley. I just seen him fight. That last performance he just had against Jesse Vargas, that wasn't it. I've seen him fight better than his last fight when he fought that undefeated guy uh, when they thought he was going to lose. Yeah, Quadra Yeah, so he The had, last guy
2: he fought was actually not Jesse Vargas. Sosito Sosito yeah, Sosito yeah,
6: Sosito Lope. Lope. yeah, I'm tripping. Uh, but uh, that performance wasn't it. But I, I like Cody Crowley. I want Paul Crow. Um, what? So rank. you have seen him before? I was in the amateurs with Paul Crow for years. We was in the amateurs so together. So y'all fought? No, we never fought. We was always in the same Why weight class. Why Paul
2: Crow? Out of all people? Because it's not like he's buzzing. It's not like he got a TV deal. But he's, he's dangerous. He's what you dangerous, Do you, you think he's like?
6: Uh, I, I, he's anybody that's hiding me in the rankings. I want to fight you. Oh, that's so it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal. No, because if I beat you, I take your ranking. I move one step up, close up the ladder. And that's. But it. you
2: see something though
6: see yes, a lot. In uh, that last fight, right? When that's my boy. He fought Marquise Taylor. And I bet it. I went to Bravada. I bet all my damn money. And they gave him I knew they was going to do something. They like, robbed
4: him, though. Yeah. We saw that fight. Yeah. But,
6: but Showbox known for doing shit like that. They did the U guys. They did it to, uh, man, I've seen Showbox ruin people's lives. They did it like, to
2: Kenneth Sims versus Montana Love. Yeah.
6: So I done seen Showbox do people dirty for a long time. For, for Matisse, Matt Mattis dude that was from all Cleveland. I'm in Toledo, Ohio. Montana love partner. When he fought that Russian dude the first time, when he got dropped, got his ass cooked. And they gave the other dude the fight. I was like, man. So I've seen Showbox do that time after time after again. I don't never want to fight on Showbox. Not next generation. Put me on Showtime. But if I was fighting on Showbox, nah, never. Nah, I never get them satisfactory. What with me?
2: Yeah, man. I got yeah. a couple uh, more here. But I, before I get to these questions, because these people asking you about other people, I know you have sparred both of the guys in this year's super fight.
6: So mm-hmm. who you picking? Nobody. Man, look, let me say it like this.
2: Who you betting on then? You already said you were better. Don't give me that bullshit. Yeah, I'm a
6: better. I'm a big-time
2: better. So who you big-time betting on?
6: Man, look. T-Bud can...
2: or Earl Spence?
6: If I do bet, I'm a bet. Okay, I'm from Houston. I mean Earl from Dallas. It's a Texas thing. I got number no respect for both of them. But I know Crawford more personally than I know Earl. So he betting on Crawford, y'all. I ain't say goddamn yes, you did. Bro, I ain't say nothing. Yes, what I'm saying. Is, That's
2: the Shakur click anyway. It's a, it's y'all gonna y'all, be a y'all great all leaning fight. Crawford.
6: It's gonna be a great fight. Uh I think, man, it's a toss up. i g I'm leaning one way by five percent, 45 but it's gonna be it's gonna be a great ass fight.
2: Mm. So he definitely so, going Crawford. So so I so ain't say so nothing. Crawford. I don't know, man. Crawford, he, got Crawford, he got
4: me. He said it's a Texas thing. So now now I'm kind of trying to read his body. Yeah. Language. No,
2: you you ain't listen though. He said it's a Texas thing. So it's all respect. Mm. But I'm I'm more familiar with Crawford. So he been in the ring more with Crawford. He see what Crawford could do more. I mean, come on. Yeah, I didn't out I'd
6: have been to the clubs with Earl. He didn't invite me out personally, so it, I'm not putting a name out there. What I do know is I got number of respect for both of them. And I'm a supporter of both of them. And you betting
2: fight, on Crawford.
6: Hell no, nah, I ain't betting on either one of them. When they fight, I'm you letting them... Know be- you
2: know you're going to make... Somebody miss- is... But listen to me. I spar both of them. I'm I'm betting. They ain't got to know I bet. I'm making that money. You know exactly what <laughs> you it, know. It, and you it, ain't got to tell it, us. It I'm not be, forcing you to tell us. I don't us.
6: think it's going to be crazy arts as far as... It's gonna be so fucking real. It's already
2: close. crazy odds. What you mean? That I
6: means it's, it's gonna be so close.
2: And, and let me you. T- no, it's already crazy odds, especially for you as a Crawford fan, and mm-hmm. who you that's who you're gonna I'm bet on. It. Earl is the favorite right now. So that means you get you make plus money on Crawford right now. You wait. Mm-hmm. You wait till the fight actually get announced, and you, you might not make no money because all the Crawford fans will put money and then it'll bring the line down. That's usually how it works. Um but when's the
6: last time you spar, Earl? Basketball early years. I was trying to give him some work. How for many this
2: years? Since
6: twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Ooh, I was trying to give him. So some So he sparring. could be a
2: completely different man for all you know.
6: Yeah, I was trying, and I'm a different fighter too. So I was really trying to look, trying to see where I was at right now. But I was trying to give him work for this camp. I called him up like ten times. Like he told me we could get some work beforehand. But when the camp started, I don't think Derek James. I think Derek James just wanted to keep the sparring partners that he had because they always use the same sparring partners. They don't ever really bring nobody in from the outside. And I just think they wanted to keep it like that. Earl gave me the okay, but. I couldn't get through. So I hit Derek James' belt. He was like, man, maybe next time. But he wanted me to spar. Uh, he said, uh, probably with Frank Martin. And Frank Martin is my guy. Damn, I think he's a real underrated, underrated guy. Underrated, underappreciated. Underrated, yeah. So Out of when, when he start creeping up on you and start sneaking up on you and putting people to sleep, like, because he's looking fucking flawless. And so I don't think he lost a round yet in the pros. But mm-hmm. And Frank was on the USA team with us, on with me. So a lot of people sleep on Frank. Frank's been uh, uh, at it for a long time. He's do, been at it for a long time.
4: Do you think a lot of people sleep on, uh, or maybe maybe not sleep, but do you think Derek James doesn't get the credit, you know, that that he deserves, right? We've seen improvements in Jermell Charlo. Man, and
6: Derek James the- is he a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. I feel like this, from all he's done, he got two champions, and they both got three belts apiece. They're both one fight away from being undisputed. All he need is really one to punch a ticket. And if, even, even, and if both of them do or both of them don't, he's still a hell of a coach to get them this far. Absolutely. Improve their knockout. Because Jamel Charlo wasn't getting no knockouts when he was with Ronnie Shields.
3: He wasn't
6: getting no knockouts. He was more of a boxer. He was boxing. Mm-hmm. He was moving. Jamal was known for the the punches, the power, the thud. He was a smooth boxer when he was with Ronnie. He left Ronnie guy got with Derrick James. Derrick James had him sitting on his punches more, and he been getting knockout after knockout after knockout. Now his power's scary. Now he's the big dog in the division because can't nobody stand in front of him. But before that, But you was don't think like he's that.
2: losing something, though? Like, this is a, yeah, he's guy, losing, he's this lost. Is a guy that outboxed Rosado, like, yeah, fucking he, 10 years ago, damn. Yeah, baby.
6: and like, Marty So he's lost uh, the ability to move fluidly in the ring, to box on his toes, to be light, because before then, that's all he was ever doing.
2: He, I feel like he's fighting angry, too. Like, everything is like... <gasps>
0: that, oh, yeah. That's you know what, the, what I'm saying? It's like,
2: I'm going to kill you now versus... Jab, jab, straight right hand and put him down. Yeah,
6: that's how he. That's how he be. And it be. It be. Uh, I be like, shit. He fights with a lot of aggression, but at the, at the it served him well up to this point. It served him well, but uh, I
2: mean, you a- gonna tell me that Harrison's second fight was clean? Oh no, I it was, was happening getting, again. I thought he's getting his ass whooped, it, and that's what I'm saying because he, ass he ass on with. this. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So Harrison just didn't hold up. Yeah. Like somebody else that stay on their chosen more defensive minded
6: Harrison is probably the all around best skillful fighter in that division. But he has him and Lubin has the weakest chins.
2: Or tank. I think Harrison issue is the fucking tank, not the chin. No, I don't
6: think that because I've seen we seen him get hurt early. We seen him get hurt mid range fights, and we've seen him get hurt late. So it's not that. Charlo put him down late. Uh Jared Hurst stopped him in like the ninth round. Then he got stopped late against Charlo. So Yeah, which is
2: all that's it's not why I don't the, it's think, not the tank. none of them is early. That's why I think it's tank. Cause they all towards the end, after he's out boxing you, he likes to say mentally he gets fatigued. Like, you know, I'm it's too easy, so he gets lackadaisical.
6: No, nah, no, hell no. Nah. It wasn't no lackadaisical when he fought Jared Heard. Jared Heard didn't give him time to be lackadaisical. Jared Hurd was on his ass in round one. And so when the body shots start to take a toll on him, that was, that was, no last two days ago, that was me breaking, that was him breaking him down mm. simultaneously. Now, when he fought Jamel that second time, he was beating him up. I thought, but Jamel has a solid chin because he was in Jamel with some shit. But then he switched up the whole game plan. He didn't box like he did in that first
2: fight, he walked him. Which is crazy. I don't know how long you've been following Harrison, but remember when he was with Ryan, um, Emmanuel Stewart, mm-hmm. right? he was considered a puncher.
6: Yeah, I've been I've been following Tony puncher. Harrison for a minute. I watched yeah. I watched his first loss. I was so surprised because he got knocked out in the last round. I think
2: you talking about to Nelson?
6: Yeah, he I was at sec- that fight sec- in Connecticut.
2: Second to last.
6: Yeah, second to last. That's come what
2: I'm on. telling you. All his stoppages come late, so you it just it just. I mean, I'm a, I'm not a boxer. You can see but things that I can't see, so maybe you're right, and I'm gonna consider it. But it just feels like they all late, so it's like damn, no, he's yeah, gassing yeah, yeah. out.
6: No, you that was my theory about him as, as well because he starts off great. He gonna pile them rounds in the back. hmm And when he gets to that round eight, here's a switch. Everything goes down the drain.
2: I wonder if that wouldn't like, cause cause Emmanuel used to preach, go for the kill. And when he was with Emmanuel, yes, the opposition wasn't the level of opposition he's facing now, but he was going for the kill. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, there's always that that moment that Emmanuel had with, with Vlad in the corner, like, you know, he's like, go oh, on, you gotta knock this motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if Harrison needs that because he's so boxer first and looking
4: cute. Maybe he needs an imaginary like, "Yo, bro, stop playing with your food." Look, I I I don't know, but I know for a fact I was extremely impressed in his last fight against yeah. Sergio Garcia. Mm-hmm. I mean, but all, it was all boxing. Yeah, it was all that's boxing. What I'm saying. He, he might need somebody to turn on that
2: killer
6: again. Nah, if you turn on that killer, that's gonna put him in Holmes' way because you're gonna be more aggressive.
2: Bro, but he he obviously something is up because he'll be boxing great for nine rounds. Then it's like, oh, something happens.
4: Yeah, but so, if you look
2: his, his own, in the nine losses, rounds, he
4: got to land a solid one to get him out of this. His his only losses have been by 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 TKO. So maybe maybe he doesn't do that, and maybe he just boxes at this level because if he does get caught, you get what I'm saying. Like if your three losses are all by knockout. Maybe you need to be a bit more cautious late in the fight to... Yeah, I, I would build them rounds up early. Dominate like I do early. But when I get past that 7-8 round, I'm
6: boxing the rest of the way. I'm using that jab. I'm using my feet. I'm just going to change the whole tempo of the fight up. He's a
2: great pivoter.
6: Yeah, because... Have you ever sparred him? Nah, I tried to get to one of his camps. But uh, he turned me down because... Uh, I, he turned me down, I believe, because at the time I was cool with Jamel Charlo. Mm. And... uh.
2: At the, yeah, mm, at the time. Yeah. We're gonna double back to that.
6: And then uh I think they was getting ready to uh they weren't finna fight each other, but they was finna fight each other soon. And so he probably felt like nah, I was gonna be doing some spine type shit. So mm. it didn't pay. But we're gonna definitely get in the ring. Whenever I see him, I'm telling him we gotta get some work in.
4: So what was that? You so, were trying to get him ready for the Ishe fight or
6: I think it was the Ishe fight. It was one fight. I can't remember exactly which fight it was, but I got a guy that's from Detroit. His name is uh, we call him Doc, and he asked me that I want to come get some work with Tony Harris. I was like, hell yeah, I want to work with anybody who's elite. But then Tony Harrison just down. He didn't want to fuck with it. I guess he didn't want to work with me because I was from Texas and I was cool with Jamel. So I, I didn't take nothing personally, but I, I understood. But I would love to get some work with him.
2: I got young Tigger that says Sean Porter versus Margarito in their prime. Who wins and how? No, no plaster.
6: Sean Porter versus.
2: Antonio Margarito.
6: Antonio Margarito. Um, I'm going with Sean Porter.
2: Mm. Fuck
6: about. It. I, I ain't never thought much of Antonio Margarito at all. I think Sean Porter uh, outdog him. It'll be. It won't be like a Sugar Shane Mosley type fight, but because Sean don't hit hard like that. But I do think Sean would have been able to outdog him.
2: Yo, Mosley. That was Mosley's. I can't say best.
6: Nah, because Moses at 130, 135 was yeah, a monster.
2: But that was an amazing, amazing. performance. I just yeah. remember, like, was it a right and He just kept, uh, mm-hmm. and my man's, like, falling slowly off the rope. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Nassim found the, the plaster of Paris right before. That was a crazy night. I got Coach Myers in Connecticut who says, Who's the toughest fighter you've been in the ring with, amateur pro or just in sparring and why?
6: Uh, Keyshawn.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Keyshawn. I'm, I've
2: been in the ring with a lot of people. I've been in the ring with Earl
6: Crawford, Regis, Jamel Charlo, Darwin Price, Marquise. I've been in the ring with a lot of motherfuckers. Ain't nobody, oh, ever, my man. Ain't nobody ever whooped my ass like Keyshawn did. And um, We both was in great shape at the time. Um, we was in Colorado Springs, and I had been sparring Keyshawn for a minute, but I watched him progress. I've seen him when he first stepped on the gym. We was on the USA team. I've seen him get better and better and better after each sparring session, after each fight. After each tournament, he was winning silver, or gold, and one day he crossed that bridge over there with me. So we was in the ring, and he was on my ass. I was like, "Ooh, we!" He was on my ass in the first round. We had five more to go. How long ago was that? That was twenty. That was twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Hmm. We sparred again since. Uh, I think we sparred last year when he came to Jay Prince Gym. But um, yeah, that was then.
4: Different result, I'm assuming. It's yeah, it's different
6: result this time around, yeah, yeah. But that time, shit, he toot my ass up.
2: <clears throat> New York Bullet says, what's up, champ? Is there a dream fight with any legend you personally would have liked to seen yourself against? So you versus a ledge. Gotta be Floyd, right? Why? Why you leading the witness, man?
6: Nah, nah. I would love to fight Floyd. I would love to fight uh, Pacquiao Bernard.
2: Mm-hmm. Bernard, that's interesting. Mm. People usually don't want to fight B Hop. He a little slippery, sleek yeah. he, he he definitely sneaky, boy.
6: I watched I watched Bernard, Roy, and Floyd as a kid growing up. That's all who I ever really watched. I watched a little bit of Zab as well, but it was always Floyd, Bernard and Roy. Those were the only three. I used to always watch.
2: Bro, that watch. that that Bernard, Chad Dawson, one Atlantic City had me super tight. <laughs> and he when he faked like he was hurt, oh, that shit had me tight. Chad Dawson didn't turn out to
6: be what everybody thought he was gonna be, but
2: he was nah, great. Nah, I don't know about that, man. Chad, a good Big Bad Chad was killing shit. He was forced to go down to fight War because 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 HBO wasn't invested in him the way that it was invested in War. War was the golden boy. He was the one with the gold medal. So they sold out, Chad. Chad was up there. Come on, man. He beat dance. Roy first.
3: Let him go
4: down from 75 Bruh, to Chad 68. Bro, Chad beat everybody. Yeah,
3: Chad beat Roy. Didn't he beat Roy? Know, Hell yeah, no, he beat no, he Roy. Beat no
4: Roy. I'm looking it up, man. He beat Roy. I don't Roy. Remember, remember Chad Dawson beat no
3: Roy
2: Yeah. Jones. And then he beat Tarver, too. He beat Tarver. Right. And Glenn Johnson.
6: And Glenn Johnson. I don't think and I
4: think Adamick, too, yeah. in his prime. I yeah, think he, he gave Adamick the first he win. Oh. lost
6: to John Pascal. That's Nah, probably...
4: he beat he be Tarver twice. Yeah, and he never, never fought Roy. He mm, mm, never fought mm. Roy. And no then, Roy, fuck. Uh, B-Hop, fucking, yeah, uh, situation, no contest in the second round. Yeah, uh, that was the Atlantic City fight. No then he No, then no, he no, rematched no, 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 that was a late fight, and then the rematch was Atlantic okay. City. Yeah, but then obviously went down, shit, for the first time. Well, it wasn't the first time, but he had been at 75 for a while, and then had, went down for the Ward fight, so
6: he lost to John Pascal. That's probably why. Did they he did. lose the basket? Yeah, nah, that was
4: his it, first L. Uh, no, no, nah, no. Nah. Nah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah technical Pascal. decision. Yo. Yeah, he
3: lost to John Pascal.
2: You're that was right, the first L. Yeah. But was that wasn't it
3: a cut in that
2: fight?
6: Um, probably caused by a punch. But they went to the scorecards. Yeah, they down.
4: went to the scorecards and he lost. So. It doesn't say a cut. Pascal, Pascal, he was I right back then, man. No, he
6: wasn't. Pascal was just uh, a nah. dogish way, but he yeah. was wild. Yeah, He, he was wild.
2: Yeah. He'll catch you with one of them loopy shots, and he was a little youth, more, he had more youth back then, so he wouldn't get gas as him,
6: quick. I give him credit. He was the first man that put Bernard down the way he did. Yeah. The first. But Yo, Bernard, Bernard got, did, did push-ups
2: in the ring after beating him. That shit was hilarious. Yo, B-Hop got a lot of epic moments. Um, I don't know if you know, neither of you guys, it just was announced yesterday. Shout out to Pro Box and you, boy Gary Jonas tell Pat oh, that,
4: ching ching
0: that guy. with the
6: Roy Jones like Antonio Tarver Paul Maldonado
2: nah but but outside of that Pascal's fighting Faye Long over there in Florida oh
6: yeah I seen that I fly mm. yeah
2: Faye Long ain't no joke Pascal trying to get over that t- positive drug test by taking on a tough challenger cause that dude not only is that dude a tough fighter but he's somebody's mandatory already now nah, with real. that
6: with the Pascal situation think about the Marcus Brown Mm-hmm. He didn't get tested for that fight. Now, safe as if he was on PEDs for that fight. Mm-hmm. He didn't get tested, so he once slipped through the crack. If he got tested and he had got popped, the fight probably would have never happened. Mm-hmm. Who's to say what Marcus Brown's career would be right now?
4: No, I mean, look, uh, we was just talking about Derrick James earlier, and you was like, he got two unified champs. He had, had mark 3 of you he, have 1. Had Marcus yeah. Brown won, He would have had 3, you know. Yeah, but I I mean I don't
6: think any version of Marcus Brown could have beat beat Elias. Yeah. I don't think no version of him could have.
4: I'm
2: glad you said it.
6: But what I am saying is if he would have never lost that fight to John Pascal, his career would have just still been on high rise. He could have mm. he could have fought other fighters that Didn't he fight Badu
4: Jack? Yeah, he, he won. The,
6: yeah, he beat one every round. That
4: was that was the bloody fucking Yeah, but that was the
2: badass head, but like Marcus Brown got a uh, Marcus Brown is what Timothy Bradley was in the beginning of his career. He is known for using that head. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many people you seen the cut? I'm, better I'm not better be probably never going to be the same because of that cut.
6: I, I'm not a Marcus Brown fan like that, but I'm speaking on the PED. Something like say because you know some fighters take PEDs and get and beat somebody and ruin your whole career. So who's to say what Marcus Brown's career would have been at if he would have never lost that fight to John Pascal?
4: No, I mean, no, we, I look, we we talk about we talk about. P.D.'s in big fights, because obviously that was a big fight between John Pascal and Marcus Brown. Um, Oscar Valdez, he beats Burchell next fight, or after the fight, pops hot. And they, they ain't even strip him. That's crazy. And there's then plenty of dudes he they pops strip. hot
2: and allow him to defend his belt. Nah, he got placed on probation. That was the craziest thing I ever seen. It's like, yo, how do you place one champ on probation, but strip another champ if he tests positive? It's just... But we know it's politics, man. Moving on to this next question, looks like we got Brandon Lenz in Houston. If you were able to pick and choose your next three opponents, like a certain popular fighter is able to do, name the next three guys you would get in the ring. First of all, who you think he talking about when he say like a certain popular fighter can do?
6: He could only be talking about Canelo. The only person who got power like that is Canelo.
4: What do you think about that, though?
2: I mean, Floyd could
6: Floyd did his shit. I feel like once you've been in the game so long and Canelo ain't never disappointed me as far as who he's fought the way he's ducked. So you don't believe he's ducking? Ducking who? I feel like he don't I feel like he's not in a rush to fight Benavidez. I do feel like, I don't think he's ducking on no Charlo, not at all. I don't think he's ducking. He never big. ducked Charlo in your opinion? No, because I think Neither Charlo. No, because it's a proven fact that he tried to Canelo them offered him the fight, he turned it down. Mm. And I got this word from his brother himself. Mm. And so From Jamel. From Jamel. Out of his mouth mm. because when they beef, they like Cain and Abel, mm. so all the dark secrets come out. So, but to ask the guy a question, uh, I will fight Paul Crow, mm-hmm. I'll fight Cody Crowley, mm. and that kid that just won from uh on the PBC card, the one that just won the WBA, Stellonius, um, yeah, Stellonius. I like him. what I like him, bruh, I like him.
2: Damn, that sounded so close to the sound by that, bro. Yo, that's a tough-ass fight. Mm-hmm. You see like what him. he did with ba- Yo. But the dude sat in front of him the whole damn time. Nah, but that dude, he's an animal, though. Yeah, but... You don't think Batiyev yeah. is an animal. Yeah, I agree.
4: Yeah, he, but and, a-
2: and I don't mean animal like great skills. I mean, like, literally a fucking animal with all the shit you got to deal with when you fight him. He's a little cheetah but, in there. Yeah, he did. Elbows, he, he, forearms, he, yeah. headbutts, anything he could get but, away with.
4: It was. It wasn't
6: a hard fight <clears throat> for Stanley. because the dude was that old man. He jabbed the shit out. This yeah, he dude. did <laughs> the whole
2: time. Bro, his so. jab, but his jab was fast. Yeah, man. Was fast. he looked good with that but jab.
6: When you can land a jab like that, if your if your opponent is always leaning forward, leaning right there for you on the line, his he didn't move his head that one time. I watched the fight. Like, okay, how many times he gonna take a jab before he move? Yo, his before head?
2: dude didn't move his head. He ain't had nothing wrong with his face.
6: Yeah. So the other uh,
2: dude, yo, Stanley only looked like he yeah. went through a fucking war and he won the fight.
6: Yeah. So, but I I like him. But I've seen him get hurt with body shots before. I've seen, and he was trying to protect them, wrist, But he's in great shape because he, the punches kept coming. So I feel like when you fight somebody that got lateral movement, that can box and move, they get them type guys' problems. And I ain't never gave a fuck about nobody power. I mean, I've been in the ring with some heavy hitters, so that don't bother me at all. I like his work rate. Yeah, I know for a damn. I, I'm not saying it's gonna not going. It's gonna be a walk in the park. I know it's gonna be a challenge, but yeah, I'm ready for that shit. So this would be my three right there.
2: I think the Paul Crow fight is a fight that's very possible
6: for you. You know, he's- Paul don't want to fight 47 no more. He went up to 54. Oh. That last fight he just fought with Marquise Taylor, that was at a catchweight of 52. And he was already tight. He got, like I said, he got his ass with that whole fight. And so in the fight before that, when he fought uh, Santa Maria on PBC, he lost that fight in my opinion. Mm. They gave it to him anyway. So...
2: I don't know. I don't know that he lost that one. I man. thought he and lost Santa that one. Maria is my boy. I thought he lost that one. Santa He really?
6: upset the car when he beat, uh, Abel, what was Abram or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, I like him. But too.
2: he he also got the upset over Michael Fox. I yeah. thought that was enough. Michael Fox was my guy with a nice little boxing skill. Set. Yeah, did
6: Michael Fox dirty his last fight. With Maestro. Yeah, it did that dude dirty. I was pissed off about that one. I was trying to get the fight with the dude after him. Mm. Because I fought dude in the amateurs. I felt like it was a better possibility. And
2: that dude got a fight already. Michael Fox still shelved. He got a fight and he got a draw after that fight. That's what I'm saying.
6: So uh, I was trying to get a fight with him because I fought him in the amateurs. So it's been, you know, when you fought somebody in the amateurs on the the international level, it's a better opportunity for you to get that fight again in the pros. And Mm -hmm. I beat him in the amateurs. I put him on his ass in the third. So, but it, it never came to fruition.
2: I got a question here from Steve all the way in the UK. He says, "Hey, champ, thanks for coming on the show. I don't know how to word this without sounding like a dick, so I'm just I'm just gonna ask it. Uh, you're 31 according a quarter in a box wreck. How has it taken this long for you to get nine fights? What's your story? Good luck with the future, Steve in the UK. Man,
6: I didn't turn pro until 2019. Um, the first year I had six fights in my first year. Then, COVID. but why the
2: late start? What happened?"
6: I went to prison
2: ah, when I was, was the 18. Story. Yeah,
6: I was in prison when I was 18. I was a street kid my whole life. Like I was in and out of juvenile, in and out of jail and until I went to prison when I was 18. I didn't get out till I was 20. Uh, and from the day I got out, I went to the gym and shit. I never stopped training.
4: What 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 made you what made you go to the gym though of all of all places? No, I've always loved boxing when I was a kid. I've always
6: kept a pair of boxing gloves with me where I was in So school. you had
2: amateur fights before you got locked up? No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. So this is b Hop. No, actually B Hop was training in prison. He was training
6: in prison. He had fights yeah. in prison. Uh so for So me, was it
2: someone that inspired you? James Kirkland maybe? Because he was on parole and it was very I'm Fuck now. Nah.
6: Hell nah. James Kirkland. Hell no. Nah. I think James Kirk
2: was way better fighter before he went to prison than when he was when he got out. No, you're right. You're right. But I thought maybe the story would inspire because he went to jail
6: for a gun charge. Um, I remember. He got After being
2: a real declarated amateur and, 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 and a hot up-and-coming prospect, then went to jail for the gun charge, mm-hmm. got placed on parole. HBO, I mean, fucking Oscar. Bruh, I've been in some shit. I mm-hmm. wish Oscar De La Hoya at that time showed up to my court hearing and like, Vouch for me verbally on record. Like that was big, man. I like, I don't know. I thought maybe Somebody's, that
4: was a
1: little. Oscar
2: showed up to the court. To the court, Bro, uh. back in the day, Oscar was a good promoter. I don't know if you know, even Omar Figueroa, who's also mm-hmm. from Texas, he showed up to his high school. Imagine a 17 year old kid, Oscar comes through the fucking door in your lunch break and signs, brings a contract. Them kids going crazy. You feeling like a superstar. Like, yeah. he was a good promoter at one time. He just. He forgot. He forgot, you know. He needed he, so, need he need to wake up.
6: Hey, I went to prison when I was eight. I've always loved boxing since I was a kid, since I was twelve years old. That's when I fell in love with it. And uh so I kept boxing gloves with me everywhere I went. It was always in my backpack. It was I used to walk on them around the neighborhood. Hmm. And I used if I seen a kid my size around my age, I like, hey you wanna get in the gloves? <laughs> right on the spot. You miss and some then, spawn. And we're getting the gloves. And so I watched fighting, try to imitate Floyd and Bernard the best way I could as a kid. And so my mama took me to the gym. She took me to George Foreman gym when I was thirteen. But she felt like it was making me worse, because all I did was fall as a kid, so she took me out of it. So, and I had one of them type mamas, where she said, go, there ain't anyway, no debating. So, I got back in when I was 16, but by then, by 16 I was already a monster, I was too heavily into the streets, I was too invested in crime life, so i go to the gym and i stop, go to the gym and stop, never got an amateur fight off the ground, but I kept my gloves with me, so in the back of the school, in the high school, we were getting the gloves. We just, a whole, whole bunch we get together, we just getting the gloves, we have fun. So when I went to prison when I was 18, I got put in close custody for a fight. I caused bodily injury to them, so they put me in 23 and one maximum security unit. So, But they never let you out for that one hour a day. It was really 24 hours a fucking day for 18 months straight. So I had uh, I used to roll my mattress up the best way I could, and you tie it with my sheet and rig it on my bunk. I rig it on my bunk, so that's pretty much my heavy bag. And so I ordered the description of the Ring magazine. So, at the back of the magazine, Bernard give you tips on what to do, on how to throw a jab, how to throw a left hook. So that was my in prison. Yeah. So you read the Ring magazine in prison. Yeah, that was my that was my training. Up the night. Who,
2: that was. Uh, but but wait, because for those that don't know, you can't just get Ring magazine. Someone has to order the subscription and have it mailed to you. But not they can't receive it. It has to be mailed directly from. The uh, ring magazine themselves, yeah, right? Ring like your peoples the, can't mail it in. Yeah, ring magazine. got So who, who, who? Because that's a, that's that's some work, you know. Who who did that for you? Who the fuck
6: ordered? Oh, uh, you don't at remember first, it's all At good. first, I was getting them from just other guys on the uh, on the on the runway because it was so many people that you would talk to, but you would never see their face because they wouldn't letting us out for that one hour day. Mm-hmm. So we call it fishing. Like some people seeing you magazine, seeing you food through the lines and stuff. They just call it fishing. We fishing all day, and so. I'm talking to a dude in the door. I don't know who he is. He from uh from Houston. We never met each other personally. We never seen each other face. And I would tell him I like boxing, so he like I get the ring magazine. So he starts sending me uh every month after he got a strip, after he read it, he is sending to me. He like man, you can have them. I just get them just so I can look at something to read. Mm. I like all right, bet. So he was giving them to me, and but now I show you how to throw a jab in the back of the magazine. I worked on that jab for a whole month until the next subscription came. He sure told me how to work on the next punch, the left hook, all the right hand. But it 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 still I did it the best of mine, not as to how I thought it would work, but it was still a little different once you actually got to the gym We had a coach telling you what to do and how to do it.
2: Have you had an opportunity to meet Bernard and tell him? Hell no, nah, it's on the try to meet, but I've been trying to meet him for a minute. Damn. Yeah, and he's so, pretty cool too, man. I, I, I'm sure yeah. when you meet him and you you know you you get a few minutes to tell him that story. I thought I was gonna meet him by fighting Blair Cobbs. I want to be the first to put Blair
6: to sleep. You mm. know, dude beat me to it. So uh, yeah, Ro- Rocha. Yeah, Rocha beat me to it. And I betted he was gonna stop Blair Cobbs too. I want some money on that fight. Um, and I ain't never seen Rocha fight in my life. So I know lost, so uh, so
2: you just thought. Blair would win based off his personality, or you knew him from gym-wise and stuff? No, I thought Blair was going to lose. I thought, Roach Yeah, was that's what hurt. I meant. I'm
6: sorry. No, because Blair was some shit, and I couldn't believe Bernard was hyping him or promoting him like he was going to be the next Boots uh, Oscar. I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, for you to be just such a seasoned fighter, like for you to do everything damn near right and know the tricks and then and out, this man ain't. But wh- I- I- how did you know Blair wasn't good? Because I seen Blair fight. A couple of times, I was just like, man, I don't know how to fuck. But Blair has some, but Blair does have some good wins over some, when he beat Fernand Corrobian. Fernand Corrobian was a good amateur. Yeah, he beat me in the amateurs. And Fernand was a good, but Blair had that that wild power edge. So he'd be losing a fight and then he'd throw one of them wild ass shots and, and clip hmm. you. And he hit Rocha with one of them hard shots. Rocha ate it and took it well and, and walked him down.
2: I don't know, man. I've been in the gym with them. Uh... He's even though he lost, I think he's all right, man. Man, bless him, shit, man. Bless I him, like the shit. way he moved, man. Him, bro I bro I, bro I, bro. I guess he might shadow box better than he fight, man, man. You you watch the last fight them punches he was throwing, man. That 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 that's, you not Listen, gonna see no Listen, Not easy fight everybody him. could deal with that Mexican style. But man. when
0: you
6: see him fight like that normally, that's how he normally fights. That he's some shit. And so <laughs> that's why nobody was surprised when he lost.
2: Nobody was surprised. It's all that
6: trash talking. He was, but doing. that's
2: what it was. I think it was more that people wanted. It's like the Adrian Broner thing. He talked so much trash. They wanted to, to see him lose. I know, but but both of them talk so much trash. People want to see you lose. But you talk trash prematurely. Broner talked trash when he already
6: won. He was a four time champion, forty from weekend. Broner talk shit, but Broner Broner earned a little bit of the right to talk some of that shit. This nigga Black House ain't done nothing. Nothing. Then to try to say you want to fight Boots next and Earl, you the next you can stop Keith Thurman, nigga, get the fuck out the game. <laughs> so especially when you' been been put down three times in your fight, and your opponent your opponent just ain't been able to finish you. Like, nah, hell no. Nah. You talking prematurely? Your skills not even like like that. Not even like that at all. You can't even throw a proper one too. So, nah, hell no. Nah. I never thought of nothing. I was just like, I knew it was a matter of time. I was just the one thinking I was gonna be able to get him before anybody else did. And part of me wanted Blair to win, to beat Roach, even though I knew he won. I'm like, man, I need you to win. I want to be the one <laughs> that beat the brakes off your ass on TV. Right in front of Bernard and go tell Bernard, I'm like, why the fuck, man, nigga, I've been, boy, I look up to you and you got this trash-ass nigga over here, but, hey, it's everybody's path is different. I'm not hating on them, man. I just never like, I never fucked that that cocky shit. I'm like, damn, bro, you ain't put in no work. You ain't putting no work to be talking like this. Motherfuckers who did put in work don't even talk like that.
4: I mean, even though he, he's he been beat by uh, Rashidi Ellis, you wouldn't be interested in a Rocha fight? Me? Hell yeah. yeah. Fucking right.
6: Hell yeah, I would love to fight Rocha.
4: I mean, obviously you want to be the one to take Cobb's old, but... Yeah, I I, mean, I, I, Cobb's off the table now. He lost, and they offered me a fight with him.
6: I beat him, especially if it's boosting me up the rankings, but I would love to fight Rocha. I would mm-hmm. fucking love to fight Rocha.
2: All right, I got one more uh, from Alejandro Vega in Florida. He says, "Good morning, future champ. I read an article that described your matchup either with Kashan Hutchinson as a real rivalry as the fight started to build up, but the fight fell through. What happened with the whole situation? He pulled out the fight.
6: Uh he got into it with his manager, which is uh thing uh Marshall Kaufman. So him and Marshall had gotten into it cuz Marshall was lowballing him." Marshall was uh saying he was supposed to get this amount for the fight, but it was supposed to have been an extra five, six thousand that Marshall wasn't telling him about. So he stopped fucking with Marshall. And um but I don't I'm I'm not giving him that excuse to get out the fight being I, mean, I don't I don't play with a playing about my money because we put our lives on the line when we doing this shit. So if you ficky for to play me, you got another thing coming. So but I don't fuck with that nigga at all. When I see him, is it's in a ring or his on site. Whenever I see him, it's on site.
4: Mm. See, that's what I was talking about, man. People didn't understand. We was talking about the whole uh, Jam- Jamal Charlo uh, being on Mike Tyson's podcast. Mm-hmm. And he said, when I see David Benavidez, it's on site. So I was in Dallas at the Earl fight last weekend. And, you know, they had, they had they had their little exchange. But I'm like, you know, I don't want fighters. And to let fight me be, outside the I friend. don't. Mm-hmm. But... I'm from Chicago. When I, somebody say it's on site, bro, it don't matter where we at. We could yeah. be in. I, I feel like the only pass and guys these days don't even respect that. Yo, you you in the house of the Lord, you get a pass. You with your, you with your kids, you get a pass. No, but other than that.
6: You don't get no pass. You with your kids. I don't give a damn about that. If I see it, so I'm going in front of your kids. Mm. I'm going to get you. If I say it's on site, it's on site. With him, it's on site. I don't give a damn where we at. If we ain't fighting each other, I don't care if we at at. But why, ain't? champ? Man, uh um, why not? Why, why not? I mean, if you want it, why not get paid for it? I won't get. He got a six and five record. Oh, ain't gonna get me no. I thought his record was actually better than what it was. Like I thought he was a. But I, I looked him up. I was like, oh, this nigga, six and five. So, so,
4: what, what? Where that energy come from? Like there had to been an issue.
6: Yeah, Marshall. Marshall had posted that he had signed him, right? So me thinking, me being not doing my research, when Marshall posted him on his Instagram I said we signed Cash Hudson. He's a fight at one forty seven. I was like, okay, so I put the food emoji, like the plate under the, on the comment, like this nigga food. It's like one forty seventy food. So he commented like, oh, you hating on me because I got signed. You talk greasy, man. You hating on me because I got signed by Marshall. <laughs> and I was like, nah, bro, I ain't hating on you at all. Like, we gonna, if we fight, we fight. I'm not hating on you. So he started talking some crazy shit to me. So I was like, okay. So my son passed away in a car accident. Oh, and, uh, my condolences. So he was like, I'm going to piss on your son's grave and all type of shit. He was what? Like, wild shit. So I was like. I said okay, so I tried to get him. I tried to get the fight for him for the Triller card. So I was trying to drop my opponent, the, the William Jackson. I like man, fuck William Jackson. Let me fight him. But Peter comes like, but they won't prove that fight. But he don't have a great record. So I was like okay. So I told him, man, whenever I see you, bro, it's on site. Like when I see you, like and he didn't stop. Like he didn't just say that. He kept going. He kept. So I let the shit go. He instead he was in my inbox talking crazy. Shit. He had his friends messaging me saying the same shit. I said okay. When I catch you, boys on site, I don't give a fuck where we at. I'm gonna fuck up the bag trying to hurt you.
4: Mm. Yeah, that yeah, that's wild. I don't blame you, champ. I well, those are you. all the questions.
2: Check if there's any super chats that might have came in. Yes, um, but we, for him.
4: Yes, for him, Alex Corona. When you brought up George Foreman's gym that mm. your mother took you to, he said, "Is that George Foreman's gym still off of Lone Oak?" I was, I used to train there in '97. Yeah, still there. It ain't went nowhere. It's still there. That's crazy. How many years later? Twenty-four years later. Twenty-five years later. Well, that is, I don't have any more super chats unless you got cash apps, champ. Uh, Let me double check. I don't, I think we got the everything. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's it.
2: But we're going to take a quick intermission and go take this picture with Quentin Randall. Uh, we want to thank you, obviously, for coming in early. Can you give out your social media in case anyone is out there that doesn't follow you can do so. And once again, just thank you for coming into the uh Station a little early and uh, rocking out with us and and, and allowing us to continue to be the Breakfast Club of Boxing, man.
6: No, no problem. My Instagram is quickdraw underscore P4P. Again, that's quickdraw underscore P4P. That's the same for my Twitter.
4: Awesome. Quentin Randall next Saturday, April 30th. Go check him out on Instagram to keep up with his upcoming fight and to see what else more he has in store in the near future. So thank you, champ. Get this quick picture. We'll be right back. What up, what up, what up, what up? I want to thank
2: everybody that joined us on Patreon and dropped the question for Quentin Randall. You know our fighters enjoy hearing from their fans and their detractors. Shout-out to everybody that's tuned in, rocking out with us live. It doesn't matter where you're at. We appreciate you. Go ahead and hit that thumbs-up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans, letting them know we rock out seven days a week, twice on Thursday, twice on Monday, and even once on Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Right now, we're talking Canelo Alvarez. I don't care about that fight with Golovkin. That fight will be for the people. And we barely talked about the main subject, which is obviously Canelo Alvarez not really feeling the whole Gennady-Golovkin fight. Uh, He's said it plenty of times. He's given us 24 rounds with Golovkin. He feels he won both fights with Golovkin. So, uh, unnecessary for him to go back and face Golovkin. But now, he's changed and he feels he will be doing this fight for the people. I guess we are those people. I don't mind seeing him knock out Gennady Golovkin. But I also want to ring the alarm. We have a brand-new Patreon that signed up to the pound-for-pound level. Shout-out. Buku Bugs. Pound-for-pound supporter. Uh, We appreciate you. I want everybody to know if you sign up to that pound-for-pound level, after 60 days of you being a Patreon, you will receive an autographed glove from one of our many, many in-studio guests. Today, we had Quentin Randall. A few days ago, we had Shakur Stevenson. We had Keller Plant. We had Sean Porter. All our Patreons at the pound-for-pound level are receiving those. Shout out to Jordan Baker. Your Shakur Stevenson glove is in the mail, and that's going to increase in value. Come next Saturday if he wins, which many of us expect him to do so. So we appreciate each and every one of you guys that continue to support. I, like Bradley, believe Golofkin will get destroyed. I think Canelo will look exceptional and, and probably get a knockout. But that's me assuming he goes through the Dimitri Bivol fight unscathed, which is probably not true. You know, I feel like we're underestimating Bivol tremendously and uh you know, we can be surprised. Uh there is the good old phrase of biting off more than you can chew. Everyone just assumes Canelo can beat Bivol, but Bivol is an undefeated fighter that they, they can box, has a decent jab and and when you're committed to your jab, you know, it makes it harder for the opponent to get around it. They have to come up with things. Now Canelo has fantastic head movement. He knows how to slip and that's what he does very well. Sees the jab coming, slips, <clears throat> doubles up that left hook to the body, either downstairs or upstairs, you know, or one downstairs, one upstairs. So he's very educated with his left hand, which will allow him to slip some of those jabs. But we'll see how Canelo do versus Bivol and does he even make it to the Gennady fight that, quote-unquote, he doesn't care much for. I got... um. Oh, the Alex Corona super chat. We said so. We're gonna go to R. Jonesy. He says he meant to say this fight is for the zone. Laugh out loud, and he's talking about the title. But I think Jonesy just hating hey, slightly. You know, there are a huge, um, there's a huge consensus of people that do want this fight with uh, Gennady Golovkin. Um They want to see closure. Just the same way people wanted the Deontay Wilder-Tyson Fury 3 fight. So nothing new. Nothing new. Trilogies are meant to happen in the sport, and, and they do. But if you're on Discord and you're ready to rock out, you already know what you got to do. Raise your hand one time, and let's do this. And if you're on Blog Talk, same thing. Press 1 one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. You already know, 14255695241. 5, 5, press one, one time. Looks like we do have someone on Discord. But first, a quick word. I need you to always do these things, ladies and
1: gentlemen. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes.
2: Very important. Very important to be rated five stars on iTunes, I swear. And don't forget, Friday, we're going to be airing a brand new podcast. Well, actually, it's not Aaron because it's not live. But I am shooting a new podcast on Friday. I'll let you know all the details of uh, how you can listen to it. It will be completely out of niche; it has nothing to do with boxing, believe it or not. And I will be uh, paired on my first episode with this lovely young lady. She is a Las Vegas model turned podcaster with a very very successful podcast with over five thousand reviews on Amazon Prime. She is the star of Dating Intelligence, and uh, she'll be on our or mine or their pilot. I don't know. She'll be on an episode Friday, Uh, but it won't be live. So, you know, stick around for the details on how you can see it and where you can see it. Uh, But who's on the on the on the on the on the on the call list there, buddy.
1: We got Coach Myers. Hey, coach. Subscribe to youtubecom the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters.
4: Hey, Everybody Daddy. I want, I want to tell
1: you the problem, man. This shit gonna be easy. Work. Tell your
3: nigga
2: to pull out. You a hurt hurt by You got hurt by a game
3: Living, you know, you
2: do go through trial Definitely, that's the fight that I want. Right. That's the fight everybody else wants. Like I said, I'm going to get
3: these straps I'm going to go over there and take these to What up, coach? Yo. You hear me? Yes, sir. Ain't nothing much going on, walk Um, Ness, who else is in there? Bo in there or no?
2: Uh, Bo is not here till Monday if all goes well. Oh, all right. um, I agree with Canelo. Nobody cares about that
1: goddamn Golovkin fight. You know, let him fight fucking uh, freaking Charlo or something like that. Let let uh, freaking Canelo fight somebody else, like a Benavides. You know, that'll be nice for December or something. Actually, not even Benavides. They could fight like Charlo or something. Save Benavides to like a May or. Uh, September type date. But I agree with him. Canelo also said that uh, the Tans Crawford and uh, Errol Spence fight has to happen also, too. One of the biggest fights in boxing. So, I like the type of time Canelo is on. We don't want that Triple G triple G and Canelo third fight. And uh, besides that, that's all I got. Check it on Instagram, Ness.
2: Yes, sir. Uh, if you're Looking to call in and voice your opinion? You know, do that on Discord by joining our Discord community. You could also use uh, the number one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press one one time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Looks like we got some callers on Blog Talk, and it looks like Oscar in San Antonio. What
1: up? Ganesh! is going at uh, Benavides, you know what I mean? Because, uh, I mean, he just, I mean, sticks and stones, but I understand that guy. Saying you're going to piss on someone's grave, that, that that's just a whole nother thing. But, you know, but in that Charlotte application, it looked like his entourage was getting more into it than him. That's my opinion. Uh, As for Canelo, yeah, I think he is doing it for the people. How many times has he done it for the people already, Ness?
2: Uh, he said he did it 24 rounds for the people.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about how many times has he fought people that they wanted
2: him to fight. Oh, man, about four or five, times? about four. I mean, you know, Trout, yeah. Laura, Floyd, uh, they wanted well, him to fight Gennady. The then they wanted him to yeah. fight Jacobs. I think
1: he is doing it for the people. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I really don't want him to fight Golovkin because I thought he beat him both fights. The first fight, he had him swatting flies. The second fight, he beat him at his own game. you know, I wish, and I I really don't want him to come back to 68. I just want him to go and undispute 175 because, you know, once upon a time, I was a Man fan, so that's what I want for him. You know, I'd rather him undispute 175 and let 168, let them do what they got to do and then come back and then take the belt from them again if you want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it, man. Shout out to all my sensation workers cleaning up the world.
2: Shout out to you. Thank you for calling in and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Of course, Looks like we got another person on Skype
4: We got J-Mac I'm in the ocean
1: You
3: say you the big fish I'm looking for you Maybe a fish Get his tail out of his butt And he'll
1: fight You are watching a master at work
3: This is a chapter of practice baby When I stop him Y'all gonna say he was too weak oh, Big in a motherfucker man We ain't gonna be able to fire your punk ass out
2: you want a that. No. I bet, on bet, bet a million. I'll break your fucking neck. J-Mac. New Orleans. Uh, Don't like what I said, nigga. Do something. Fucking God. No. Yeah, no. Managers, no. no. Give me the town. Give me the town.
1: SDS
0: promotion. Get ready for the back
2: of Yo. Looks like you're in a bad service area, my friend. J-Mac. All right, well, we're going to go to N.O. in New Orleans.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you a young fella. And he comes from the Magnolia. N.O. what up? What's up, Ness?
2: What's happening?
3: Who well, you got in the studio with you, bro? I can't, I ain't looking on YouTube right now.
2: Just me and Danny.
3: What's up, Danny, bro? What's going on, brother?
2: Oh, he's actually in the restroom. You know how he do
3: All right, all right, all right. Cool, 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 bro. What we talking about here, bro? Fury and White or something? We'll be done.
2: We ain't talking about Fury White, champ. Oh, what,
3: what, what we talk. We just we just come we just freestyling. We freestyling right now.
2: Nah, we actually talking about Canelo right. saying he's not interested in fighting uh Golovkin. He's only doing it for the people. We had an interview with Quentin Randall, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We still we still Free. we still got the residual Earl Spence, Ugas eye bashing. He's yeah, gonna fight yeah. Crawford let's shit happening.
0: Yeah,
3: let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. About and I also people. got
2: some breaking news. This is gonna be amazing. Once you're done, this is crazy. You, wait, you
3: you are driving nuts? I, I might get toggle on it right now. All right, you
2: know well, let saying? me let me mute you. Put him on mute. Let me go to this. This is fucking Bro, and this is what I'm saying. This is why I don't feel bad. I went to jail not too long ago. I just I just get upset that. Only regular people like me go to jail when they do shit like this. You know what I'm saying? We we just seen Will smack the shit out of Chris Rock, not go to jail. Not even fucking, he didn't even get terroristic threats. He didn't even get a mail, a fucking mail in, you know, come to court. Nada, nada. But check this shit out. This is my man Mike and them. Mike putting hands on a fucking dude. in. The, if this was me. I'd be under the jail, because this is federal. Mike beating the shit out of somebody because they was playing with him. Look, look at this guy making jokes with Mike. Crazy, bro, Mike Tyson. <laughs> look, he trying to fuck with Mike? Oh, you going to fuck with it, Mike?
0: He
4: over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms.
3: <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy as fuck. He should have never gave you his money.
1: That's
2: Oh, he called them peasants. Mike Tyson, bro. It hey, went hey, down hey. after that. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Hey, Mike, come on, Mike. Now you want Mike to come on. Nah, hey, take hey, these hey. motherfucking right hands by hey, the motherfucking and Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, you, you dummy. Because motherfuckers out here, they just do shit. Like, they, they, they swear there's no fucking repercussions. But I want you to know, there's always somebody out there like me and Mike that's going to smack the shit out of you. Be careful what you say. Some of us just don't give a fuck. I'm serious, bro. Look, that's fucking Iron Mike beating and that makes me happy. Because there's a lot of you it motherfuckers. Makes him happy. It does. There's a lot of motherfuckers that think because people is rich or think because people got something to lose that they won't fucking lose it. We will lose it on your ass. You better be careful. He did this shit 30,000 in the air. I salute you, Mike Tyson. I know they're going to call me ignorant. I know they're going to say, oh, why are you glorifying this this stupid shit? He could have been more mature. No! Stop bothering, motherfuckers. Watch yourself out there because you will get slept. Thank you, Austin. We can take it down. That was the opposite of the jackass of the day. That was the fucking G of the day. We need like a fucking whole thing. You know how Charlie does... Charlie Maine does the whole jackass of the day. We got to find the G's of the day. That was a G right there. Mike Tyson is a G. going going, I'm in first class. You bothering me. You know how much that seat costs? Turn around and beat the brakes off me, bro. <laughs> Yo, show sure, one more time because Danny ain't see a shit break. Check him out. Look, 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 look. Mike beat the shit out of somebody. 30,000 in the air for fucking with him. Of course he didn't go to jail. Stop asking me that. <laughs> Look at Danny's face. TMZ, bro. Look, look. So he was fucking with him. Look at Danny's him. face. He's fucking with him. He's fucking with him. He's like, "Oh, why? You want to fuck with me? Take some of this. And look, look. look. He's like, chill, Mike. Mike, Mike. Hey, Mike, chill. Hey, hold on, Mike. <laughs> Yo, that's why we need Keith Ledger's Joker back, bro. I'm telling you, bro. That's what we need, Yo, but that, that was insane. Shit is
0: crazy. No, because fuck? you got to
2: stop playing with motherfuckers. Everybody think we all having a good day. You don't know what's going on in my life. What if my wife left me? What if she cheated Bro, on me? That's why. What, tell- what if my daughter thinks I'm a piece of shit? Like I- you just gonna be saying anything you want today? No, I'm gonna take it out on your face. <laughs> All right, then, no, we're gonna come to you in just a sec. We gotta let Danny give his yeah, takes so on. Yeah, bro, his song? that's
4: why I tell people leave celebrities alone. Look, I can't tell you how many. No, people... not just celebrities. Leave people alone. You don't know what the next no, man is going pe- through. Pe- people in general. People in general, right? But it's just funny to me because people be like, oh. They're a celebrity. They should be. They should know better. They should be okay with being. He's mobbed supposed to be a robot and being bothered. And no, no, bro. No, like, what? That That's no. Hilarious. Don't bother Let me. me. That's why I never got
2: mad at Kanye for beating up paparazzi either. It's like, bro, I can't have you flickering flashes in my face every day, all the time. Like they hanging over his 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 his, his gate at the house, like. That shit is crazy. He in the kitchen, they trying to take pictures through the window. No, 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 no. This needs to happen
4: more. Shout out to Mike for that, man. Shout out to Mike. But uh, you want to get back to Uno since he is waiting on us? Yes, let's go. Let's get
2: to Uno. But, yo, imagine Mike standing over you swinging like that, all them rights. Would you be like, hey, Mike, I was just playing? I would know better. (laughs) You Uh, right.
3: You got to try to get Mike off your head. Turn, you gotta get Mike off your ass. Type, we're in the street fight. Nothing, that's anything goes. Like whatever they got around, I'm grabbing that motherfucker. I gotta get Mike off me. That's my, that's my main objective right now. I done already fucked up. Now you're trying to. It's time to troubleshoot. Nothing. What you gonna do? You hear me? You gonna ball up? You <laughs> ain't no hold up. What? You already? You you was already fucked. You already violated me. Hold up. What? now? Who we holding up for?
2: Yeah, Bruh, and I'm telling you, you they all, they all, everybody gonna think it's okay as well. He, he was fucking with Mike, you know. Mike ain't Mike. Mike won't be on no no fly zone. He that airline ain't gonna ban him. It's, it's crazy. Regular people get put through hell, man. Some, some people got a lawsuit and bail money. You got to keep that in consideration.
3: You know man, what I'm saying? He ain't get <laughs> so locked up, man. He ain't get locked saying, up. But I, I'm just saying, be, uh, he probably gonna get sued. He, he got the money. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a. That's a check he ain't gonna give a fuck. He a fuck might with get that.
2: sued. He might get sued, but it'll get dropped in civil. I, I'm telling you, the judge gonna be a nostalgic fan. Like, man, you was fucking with Mike. What's wrong with you? That's Iron Mike. He biting ears off. Like, what you doing? Some people just they just know better. I mean, what, what happened with the other people that was that was um, these nostalgic
3: fans and all that that was involved? in his other kids that he had to pay money out to.
2: Oh yeah, he, mean, he 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 had to. Pay. Oh, I don't know what happened in the other case. He he he, he already did this.
3: I, what? Oh man, Ness, you doing this
2: right now, bro? Yeah, I ain't know. What
3: we, I hope you ain't talking about that old Mitch Green shit. Is it something new? And they had old oh, man. They had some shit with Mike kicking somebody, calling everything. Man, oh. some old people. I fuck with yeah, Mike.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it because I bet you that's the last thing all these motherfuckers be thinking. Like Mike ain't going.
4: He ain't going to risk it. Nah, look, it's crazy. I hear it all the time, bro. I can't tell you how... Like, I, I've heard it so much, especially from Floyd. Oh, Floyd's an asshole. We was at a, a skating rink, and he was with his family, and he didn't want to stop skating with his family to take a picture yeah. with be Like,
2: bro, fuck is wrong with you? Nah, they think that you belong to them anytime they see you. But, uh... Yeah.
3: All right, that's my uh that's my call, bro. But yeah, but you can't control how somebody gonna react. That's, if somebody, if somebody coming, they spit on you or or whatever the case may be, they gotta be ready for what's coming behind that. You know what I'm saying? And that that's my call, bro.
2: Wow, my own know. producer doesn't follow me. I can't wait till the new producer starts Monday. Yeah, look, that's you says you don't follow. Shows mm-hmm. how much you care about this show. Damn. Mm. Oh, look at him No response Oh my god Yo, who's next? I don't use Instagram
1: Uh Uh-huh So we can try J-Mac again He's He's just
2: being tagged by everybody But he don't use Instagram Look, I don't have any posts Look, When was that post from?
1: When is this post from? You have
2: a lot of followers that you can uh, When is that? don't Reshare my shit to No, I don't It says followers right there You're in the thousands
1: That's not a lot
2: Oh, wow You have 60,000 Wow uh, is that Oscar? Oh, we went to Oscar. All right. Yes. So, bringing J-Mac back. J-Mac back. Back to the J-Mac. Yo. Yo. Yo can y'all hear me? We do. Hey, morning,
3: us. Morning, Danny. Good Morning, uh, morning uh, Mike Tyson. Of course, I agree with it. <laughs> I don't think this world. I think the world has gone grown well, South. And I think somewhere they'll think they can react. They can only act out and don't expect no reaction, so I support Mike to the fullest. Um,
2: Sorry about that. You there? Man, your service bad. Yo, yo. 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 yo uh, let me get a screenshot. Shout out Supreme Boxing. This is their video. Uh, look at this guy, right? Austin H Two. I've been following him for a minute. Uh, I believe he's out of Florida, and now he's getting all this buzz because because Jake Paul signed him. It's so crazy, man. This is the type of things that Floyd could be doing, you know. Because of your, uh, you know, presence in the sport, you just blow a person up. Like, yo, I promise you, I was following this dude. I'm gonna click on his his IG. He's already at 107,000. Look. The other day he was at 122, now he's at 126. Mm. That's what signing to Jake Paul does, bruh. Insane. Uh Uh-oh, let's find out why he signed to Jake Paul.
0: Why did you choose uh, Jake and Nikisa at Most Valuable Promotions? I mean, uh,
6: me and my team kind of came up to a conclusion like where we want to sign with someone that gave
3: us like the freedom uh, to kind of like do our own thing but at the same time you know work with each other like it's more we want to like kind of work with someone rather than you know just um you know just be like say if, if i'm
2: damn long beach native man shout out jp and uh info joe you know what i'm saying north kakalaka and shit oh he's from long beach yeah Okay. His hometown of Long Beach, you got a fight, and that's what I'm saying. Look, you sign with Jake now, you got a hometown fight. That's so crazy, man. These promoters should be embarrassed of themselves. at a 24? What is he 24?
4: I don't know. I didn't even know Jake signed somebody. Oh, this is five days old news. Oh, Jim. we've been so. I was in Dallas. That's why. I mean, you
2: always working, but yeah, he signed Jake, and um, I mean, Jake, Jake signed him, and, and
4: and now you know, now he's blown up. Or blowing up? That's crazy that they wouldn't throw. On, oh, May twenty first. Okay, mm-hmm. I was gonna say it's crazy they didn't put him on uh, Amanda's card, but that's April. Cause I'm like it's only a week later, but no, it's uh, a couple weeks, a couple weeks uh, before. But who do we have next, Austin? Uh, they said get a Quentin Randall segment.
2: Five dollar cash after my Jimbo said get a Quentin Randall segment so he could break down uh big fights. Well, he's not local to Vegas. He's uh from Houston. He's here training, so we got lucky. Um but if you're if you guys are cool with Zooms, I guess we can do a Zoom. We will be having Cornflake Lamana in the building and that's tomorrow. Tomorrow morning.
4: Tomorrow morning.
2: Um and he breaks down fights pretty well in bets too, so we'll see what he's got cooking in terms of some bets. Yo, it's so funny. Because, you know, some of these phrases, you don't think that they're true, but I've told you already, all the phrases in life are real. So Lamana posted, can't beat him, join him. Who you think he was sparring? Oh, Laura.
4: <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, bro. I mean, we've seen that uh, <laughs> through the years, right? We saw Nate Gallimore get brought into camp uh, for Erickson Lubin after losing to Lubin, so. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, right? right? Mm-hmm. We yes. do have a super chat from Brandon Lenz saying, Mike gave that clown what he was looking for. People will do anything to go viral. Mm-hmm. Looking for likes and LOL. Sit your fool ass down somewhere. For real, for real.
2: Um, I want to say... You want to say? Quick reminder, we're going to be doing something special. If you enjoyed our 420 show, we're going to be doing something special on April 29th, the day before Shakur Stevenson fight, and also on May 7th, Cinco de Mayo weekend. We're going to be having a little Canelo fight party. So we are looking for suggestions on what you want to see in studio in terms of theming the room and maybe even food maybe even women maybe even mariachis I don't know what is the right thing to have now we are deciding no super chat will during the Canelo Bivou actual fight just so that we can focus on the fight but we will be starting our Canelo fight party from the beginning of the card so we'll do all the fights or maybe two hours before we're we're gonna hammer that out because all these things are happening within the next two weeks. Um, And we just want to remind you to join us April 29th, Friday, for yet another low blow kind of show. We're thinking. We got the thinking caps on. We're going to see what we come up with and how creative we can be and see what Danny, our resident Mexican, can tell us is definitely needed. What we can't do without on a Cinco de Mayo party. What's one of those things that we cannot do without?
4: I think uh, obviously the alcohol, whether it be beer or tequila or you know whatever, whatever our our people here drink, but definitely need alcohol. Um, you need a sombrero, bro. You you gotta have a, a Mexican sombrero. Mm-hmm. The Mexican flag, of course. That's and- what
2: I said last night, or oh, with Ken on the phone. Like maybe just hanging right there. Well, I guess that'll never be shown. So maybe maybe we get. Oh, we can't do that either because. This doesn't do video, but it would have been nice to have like a waving Mexican yeah,
4: flag. I mean, we could also change the colors up, you know, mm-hmm. just, just yes, like
2: we did. yes, a Mexican themed. boxing voice themed logo. Loving it, which, I'm loving it, which it wouldn't be the first time, let me tell you. All right, no, it's not. We actually have TBV original logo Mexican themed shirts on our website. So if you want to come with the
4: TBV. Mexican flag inside let me find that for you but while you, know. you do that um so obviously for food mm-hmm. you need to have your guac and you need either salsa pico but you need you need that so you can have that with your chips um and then i mean carne asada right some tacos some some rice so definitely a lot uh a lot of uh different options my family's from northern Mexico, so if we have some listeners who are from the coast, they'll probably tell you some ceviche. Mm. They'll probably tell you some camarones, some shrimp. I would so,
2: love ceviche. So, That's
4: official. So, um, you know, definitely some possibilities, endless possibilities for a Mexican uh, party, a Cinco de Mayo party. If you really wanted to get cute, you could always bring in a lawnmower. You get what I'm saying? For what? Well, Mexican Cinco de Mayo, you know. Y'all cutting grass I on mean, that day? No, nah, uh, every day, you know. But it's what we do best. So <laughs> you're crazy. Why man. not have like? I think that's a joke only a Mexican can say, which is why I'm saying it. Nah. <laughs> so, no, nah, definitely some possibilities, but we do. Here wanna- we go.
2: Let me get a screen share. Boxing Voice thinks of everything. Look how cheap it is to wear your Mexican themed TBV shirt. Only eighteen ninety nine plus shipping. Wear one. So that we know who you are. And look at this guy with a full set of hair. He's happy. Is that Blair Cobbs? <laughs> it did look like him. But you see, you got your whole... I mean, tell us about the Mexican flag. Because ours in the middle, that thing in the middle is called an... I think it's called an escudo.
4: An escudo?
2: Yeah, an escudo.
4: Do you know what escudo translates to, though? No, help us. It's a patch, mm. it's, right? Is Pretty, it? I mean, that, that's how we use it. Okay. Well, no, I'm asking because a lot of words you guys use have different words for. So for what do us, you mean by you guys? Dominicans. Dominicans. Okay. Hey, does this guy look like he's a... Oh, shit. Wait.
2: Oh, no. You're in my DMs. Oh, my God. Does this guy look like he's a... Uh, no. Mexican Canelo fan?
4: You get, Don't be racist. You don't know if he's Mexican or not, bro. I don't know if he's Mexican, but... Uh, I don't know if he looks like he can be. He could be about school though. <laughs> so tell us about this flag, my friend. Yo, so the flag. So in the middle, you have the eagle. The eagle. Which the represents s- what? Liberty. Ah, ah. I, I,
0: we don't have an eagle
4: sound, so I had to improvise. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have an eagle sound?
2: We just Because we're not patriotic. We're building. We're building, we're building little by
4: little. TBV is not patriotic, apparently.
2: Hmm. Well, we are. That's why we're trying to find out about a flag. But I guess we'll take it down. Remember, it's $18.99 if you want one. Uh, you were waiting on me. And it, you could even get it in my favorite color, pink. Got the whole New York wearing pink. Look, turquoise. Little, I mean, sky blue. Want it in gray? How about nice and yellow to match your Yeezys like I do? Or sky blue. Or... Nice orange. How about green for Mexican? Let's go through every color. No, but this green. Let's do it. No, this green is better for the Mexican flag. Boom! Look at that. What about mauve? Classic.
4: Huh? Is mauve an option? What, the color. Yeah. Yeah. Right here, this one, right.
0: Brandon Lenz said Mexican. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> this guy. Oh, he does look like Colin
2: Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> you like that color, right? That's a nice color. That'll go with the good
4: classic beige Yeezys. I was thinking more of my Dickies, but... Whoa! whoa, Chill, chill bro. You guys don't wear Yo, Dickies chill. in New York.
2: Whoa! What? I wear Dickies. I, don't I do wear, wear Dickies. I this don't know about funny. my Dickies. That's like... Uh, chill, bro. You, you wear Alex's Dickies. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. I got an idea from the community. He says... Cinco de Mayo Raffer, a little bit raffle. Winner gets 250 make it $10 for the raffle entry. That could bring in mad
4: revenue. Who said that? One of the TBV listeners. We got Chuck Supremacy with a super chat saying, Carne asada, arroz, música, frijoles, la lotería. You know what I. La lotería is actually a good idea. In between fights I don't know What is the loteria? It's the Mexican bingo mm-hmm. So instead bingo. of saying B Whatever number I-N-G-O Bingo So it's lotería, so it's it's all symbols. So they'll have like different items. So they ha- they'll have like a ladder, a mm. drunk, las palmas, las palmas. So you win a ladder.
2: Oh, look who knows about Mexican. Oh, I
1: win at, at my girlfriend's house. I beat everybody. So in so so, That's so, so so
4: so let me ask you this, Austin, because I'm curious. So do you use the same card for each one? Yes, number six. Okay, the only reason I'm at because. What does that even mean? Yes, number six what? So the cards are the, the card is the same, right? So you'll have like the cards will be numbered and you pick your card. So then instead of the number, it's the object. But most Mexicans, they have a number that they stick to. Damn, Mexicans is deep. Go to the screen share one more
2: time. 6,415 reviews on this Mexican heritage shirt. That's insane. Mm. You guys love your flag.
4: No, definitely got to support. You can go back down. But yeah, I think he is actually uh, the best idea we've heard yet. You know, oh, you didn't hear my idea. What was your idea?
2: Right where you were at, since you're not going to be here and you're going to the fight because that's your cousin Alvarez fighting. Maybe. I thought of having an actual lady. You know how the guac trucks come to the Mexican restaurant? Yeah. But either a guac truck or, or actual like taco truck. But obviously, we have the food over there on warmers. She brings, you know, the, whatever she needs is here on a taco truck. She's got the whole colors on. I like the guac idea, though. Um I do love guac, but those carts be pretty
4: big. Yeah, I mean, anything you try to get in in this corner might be a little bit tight as far as I know, as I mean, with the
2: countdown is there. Look, we're less than 30 days away if all goes well being in the
4: new building. huh? They're here. Just, I was just letting you know, that's all. Who's here? Oh, Nonito.
2: Oh, we got Nonito today?
4: Si, senor. I don't know why he's... Is he
2: just listening right now to me saying, I didn't know you were here? Nah, come on in. Come on down. Oh, he's not ready. Process. Oh, there's a process. There's a process. They're
4: processing. Well, if they're not ready for the process, (laughs) (laughs) you know? What is the process? What is the process? But
2: nah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm always ready. I was born
4: ready. I was born ready. That's that's me. Do so you know? I'm going to repeat everything he says, yep. Yes. Nah, are you going to go get them or?
2: No, he's giving them time. I, I already talked to him. Oh. We're, already, we're already ready. Chill, bro. bro. bro just chill. chill, bro. Your net, your energy Your energy's is, like is so off,
4: brother. It is. Jesus Christ. Hey, in the meantime, though, let's go to. Hey, and make sure to like white right here, bro. Why? I mean, you were just repeating everything Nestor said. Whoa. I figured, you know, maybe a little white. Wow! Wow! This oh my God!
2: Stuff, right? He went straight to the yeah, disrespectful jokes. Oh, bro,
4: Cowboy boots.
2: Who's got cowboy
4: boots? Nah, bro. Cinco de Mayo, you got to get you some.
2: Oh, so like that'll be a prop someone has to wear. I think. I think you. Should but just... how do you wear cowboy boots on TV? So it's we're gonna no. Have to I was think, okay. just. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bro, what's up, man? <laughs> what the fuck what's just the happened, fuck? bro? My man just electrocuted you? me. And that shit, fucking. Oh yeah, up you gotta ground yourself whenever you headphones. sit down and stand up in here. Holy
4: shit! Like we- oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Who's that, Ness? Oh, the Filipino
2: Flash. <laughs> what's up, champ? What's up, guys? How you guys
5: doing?
2: Oh man, happy to have you in studio. Thank yeah. you, thank you.
5: Start okay, there
4: we go Alright Nonito Donaire in the
5: building, champ Thank you for joining us <laughs> no, Thanks for having me, man
4: No, thank you for coming back
5: and, uh, you know, sitting in the hot seat with us So how's Vegas treating you? <laughs> I mean, great I mean, I've been here for, for quite some time now, I think 10 years or so Wow So I love it out here So the heat never bothered you? I mean, I'm, I'm in the sauna most of the time, man So, <laughs> you
2: know yeah, when I had moved to Florida and people was like, "Oh, you're not going to like the heat." And I just figured like, "Man, I'm my car has AC, the house has AC, wherever I'm going usually
5: has AC." Do you right. find like you actually feel the heat out here? I mean, when you go out there, you know, like on a summertime where it hits like 9 uh 119 or something, you know? Yeah, 119. Yeah, so you'll feel the heat coming at you, but I mean it doesn't really bother me, you know I mean like like you said i'm I'm mostly inside the house, you know what I'm saying if I'm out there picking up the kids and stuff like that, it hurts, it burns, you know but i mean i i it's it's it, it too shall pass kind of thing, you know like where I'm there, I feel it, but it doesn't bother me
2: mm. and do you still do road work in when it's that hot or do you i don't probably do work, do tre- uh, the, the crazy. the crazy thing is I don't do road work. So you don't run? I don't run. That's so crazy. You know, Deontay Wilder revealed that before the Fury fight. It was something I knew for a long time. He had let me go to at least seven training camps. And uh, when he revealed that, obviously everyone pointed to that in his fight saying, oh, he is fatiguing and it's because he doesn't run, because he doesn't do jump rope. So what are you doing to, I guess, stimulate
5: what would be the running? I mean, it's more like strength and conditioning. You know, things that we use inside that ring... Um, we uh, we do like uh, hit work, you know, hit workout where high intensity high, training, yes, training. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we we do um um I don't know either kettlebell or even uh, uh, plyometrics. You know, given the twenty ten kind of setup where we're going all out twenty seconds, we're resting for ten, and then we're going all out. It's because the boxing boxing is you're not running, you know, for sixty sixty minutes or, or more you know it's it's it doesn't work that way it it's 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 a burst burst of, of of punches burst of energy you know and then you get to hang out here and there look around move around but that's that's the that's the um that's how boxing work it, it's like a sprint so
2: you've never ran or you do do sprints at least then i do
5: sprints i okay. do sprints you know um i used to run a lot i mean there was a time when I think I was 12 years old. My pops would um, would wake me up at 4:30 in the morning before school. We'd run for six miles. Wow! You know, every day was like that, except for for the weekends. And and um, and I used to wake up with lots of joint aches. You know, yeah, man. My knees are messed up. My back is messed up. You know, um, going up the stairs would be painful. And then I just stopped doing it. You know, I just stopped doing it. And and how out long a has way. it
2: been since you? eliminated running from your training camps? What year do you remember?
5: Man, I, I, I probably in 2010 or so, 20, you know, something like that. Wow. Yeah, so that's before the Darchinian fight? Yeah. No, it was after the Darchinian fight. I fought him in 2007 and I met, Oh my God, my, has it you been know, long? I met my wife and she did a lot of plyometric work with me and stuff like that and, and a lot of, uh, a lot of that uh, strength and conditioning kind of thing because they did it in Taekwondo, you know, and it made sense to me. It made sense to me that, you're doing this kind of work outside, but you can utilize it inside the ring. Now, when I'm running, I use I used to just still run, but not as much, you know, um, at, at least uh, 45 to, to an hour, right? Um, when I'm running, you know, even till this day, I would warm up running, you know, um, like in a treadmill or something for about 10 minutes, and then I'll do a sprint in there, you know? So... Doing it in the in the long run, the long distance is 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 where it takes toll on your body.
4: Mm, so not even no mountain work for that elevation. Obviously, we are in Vegas. Everybody may not love it, but it seems like all boxers do run Mount Charleston. So not even not even like the once a week Mount
5: Charleston run for you, champ. I used to. I'm the actually I'm the first first person to run out there. I'm the one that introduced it to everybody. Mm. You know, um, back, back, back in the days, you know, um, uh, I don't know how long it was. Um, I'd, I'd used to run once or twice just to get up there, but now I just realized that, you know what? It's all in the mind now. You know, when you train your mind, when you train your body physically, everything else is, is, is how your mind is working. You know, um, I think that's where, that's where um, you can fight at your best. Because, I mean, you know how to do your stuff already, you know. At least for me, I know how to do what I need to do inside that ring. Um, but I, I get my my, my physical through, uh, you know, strength and conditioning and all of that stuff. But at the same time, how strong my mind is built is 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 how strong I'm going to be able to fight.
2: Do you think that you don't run because you're not an aggressive fighter? I know you get knockouts. i aggressive, man. But you're more of a <laughs> counterpuncher. You wouldn't call yourself
5: a counterpuncher? I, I, I call myself a counterpuncher, but... I do have to get in to that level of 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 uh, the the hit zone. But your heart
2: rate is more relaxed than a margarito, hypothetically, because he's coming at you, and it's like, yeah, you're yeah. you're waiting, boom, and you check left hook someone. You're right. you know you're waiting for that shot. Yeah. So you're more pace. You're it's like thinking whether you know. I feel like the aggressive fighter. He already knows what he's got to do. You're in the ring, figuring it out, looking for the opening. The aggressive fighter, he just wants they to just be all over you. Yeah, right, you right, know what right.
5: I and mean? I know what you're talking about. You know, um, I am a counter puncher. Um, you know, but I do sit up. The, but when I do train, because um, I have a lot of data for years of data, um, how high my heart rate goes in training, and it's always about 203, 205. Wow. You know, so um, when it comes down to what do you use an Apple
2: Watch or you got like that? I got it, the I Garmin. Got,
5: yeah, I got the Suunto. I've always oh. used the Suunto for since 2008. I would say. You know, so I have all the data from how um, in terms of changing diets, you know, when I was in keto, my heart rate was at 215 or 211, you know, um, because I I was just I was sustaining a lot of uh, a lot of energy going into Mm -hmm. it. You know, but I did feel that my power power wasn't as strong, you know, um, so I went back to a a hybrid type of of diet, which is keto and, and, and glucose at the same time. Do you fast at all? I do a lot of fasting. That's From what, what times to what time? So for me, I think this is because I've read a lot of I've read a lot of studies about fasting, you know, and and I think this is why I can make any kind of weight because I can fast for a long time. Um, the the longest I've ever done is seven days, but I feel like I could do more. Um, but on 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 a, on a um, on a camp, I would do Sunday. I'll eat at night because Monday I'll spar. But that the last time I'll eat on that week. Um, is is Sunday, and then Monday I don't eat. I'll spar though. I will have all the strength. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night I'll eat because I'll start our spar on Friday, and then I'll, I'll I'll eat on on the weekdays, and then go back that cycle again.
2: Wait, so you're fasting for. Days at a time with nothing at all?
5: With just water. Sometimes I'll put a, 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 a coffee in it.
2: Oh, so it's not like a 10-hour, 12-hour fast.
5: No, it was day. like nothing. Oh, <laughs> that's wow.
4: Crazy. wow. The mo- the
5: no, mo- that's crazy. The
2: most... No, that's... You know, uh, that's actually is... I mean, I'm sure he would know, but I think that's how where it started. It's more religious, or at least that's how I learned that, you know, um, religious fasting are for seven consecutive days with yep. nothing but water, water, you know? yeah. What I do is, like, no fasting for 10 or 12 hours a day, only water. Oh, so that's you know, inter- black intermittent golf. fasting.
5: Intermittent fasting. Yeah, yeah. so okay. you got the intermittent fasting, which is great, too, because your body goes into autophagy, which is um, a process in our system that goes into uh, into cleanup crew. You know, they're the cleanup crew. So all the, the bad cells or the damaged cells or the dead cells, they kind of recycle all that to create new cells. And, and that's why uh, fasting is such a great way of, of, of healing because... Um, you're pretty much giving your time. There's no more digesting. Your your body's not working to digest food anymore, but your body's working to heal your body. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I feel like I'm I'm still 21, man. <laughs> how do you how do you, how
4: do you feel uh, training during during? That's a what fast. I was gonna ask. Do you do you do um
2: fasted cardio?
5: Yeah, I don't oh, wow. I don't have anything in it. You know, I, I, again that's why I put coffee in there. But again, the Monday I'm, I have all the energy because I ate before, right? So I, I I'll, that's what I want to be at is, is to be able to perform in that ring uh, at a hundred percent. And that's why Fridays and Monday and Friday is, is or the night before is where I eat. Mm-hmm. But during those times that I'm fasting, I don't I don't have anything. I'm, I'm still training hard. you know, I do feel on a Tuesday, I'm still good on the Wednesday when I start to slow down a little bit. I, I, you know my body is is, is weaker than than, than than normal, but I'm I'm more right with that. So I'm using a lot of strat- strategic uh, training and stuff like that. But uh, on a Thursday, you know that's where I'm at my lowest, and then that night I'll eat, you know. And again, you don't want to go in and eat all kinds of crap, you know. You start off with like soup and, and, and vegetables and stuff like that, and so you can, uh, you know. For me, I I, I eat meat the, the the night before a spar or a fight because data wise, that's why I perform um the best be- the best, yeah.
2: Um, since you spoke about sauna use. I don't know if you heard that the BBFC has uh, stepped in and uh, they're going to try and stop the Casamero fight from happening, allegedly, for improper use of the sauna. Have you ever heard of anything like that in the States? And what is improper
5: use of the sauna? That, that's that, that, you, you get me, man. I, I'm, I'm confused with that stuff because, I mean, everybody uses sauna. You know, everybody uses sauna. I mean, what do they call sauna? I mean, if you have a sauna suit, is that part of it, too? You know, I mean, I it, it's, it's they
4: they even have those portable saunas now that we right. saw a lot of yeah, fighters. Yeah, like a zip up, right? Yeah, I have yeah. one
5: of those. I mean, every time yeah, I bring it every, everywhere. Like when I fought in L.A., I, yeah. I brought it with me. I sit there, you know, especially with COVID and in the, in the protocols and stuff like that. I couldn't go into the sauna at that time when they used to shut everything down. You know, we'd sit, we said we said I bought this thing and I sit there for like hours. You know, and I lose weight. You
4: did know? you? Did you? Um Have to implement things such as this sauna that you weren't doing before the pandemic, but the pandemic kind of forced you to maybe add things to your regimen, to your plan, to your training plan?
5: I mean, um, it was always easy for me because the way my body works, but because of the fact that I do fast in in my training camps, um, you know, I've always just kind of rolled with the punches, you know. I never really thought of things. I just kind of figured out that I do need saunas, and if I couldn't do it, I gotta figure out how to do it. In, in you know, like sometimes we'd we'd uh, in in the amateur days we'd go in, in, in the in the bathroom, turn on the heat, you know, the shower, and we're shadow shadow boxing in there. You know, we were wow. figuring something like that. You know, that's that was that was uh you know we shut everything down. It was it was like a sauna. It was a steam mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. You know, so but we've done that. We've done that all all throughout my career, even in the amateur days.
2: I mean, you got to have some tricks of the trade to still be making the weight that you're making at the age that you're making at. And I don't mean that you're old, just in general. Like, you know, it's easier to be lighter when you're younger. Uh, right. But we got ruin in the 504. We do have questions from the people. This is New Orleans. He says, what do you say to the doubters as you continue to remain at the elite level of the division?
5: Well, just keep watching. You know, <laughs> I mean, one thing I've had in my life is doubters. You know, all everybody always have their doubters, you know. And I welcome that. I welcome that because we it challenges us. But for me, I just wanna let them say, you know, I'll just say that, you know, just keep watching because you'll see more, you know, and 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 just keeps it just keeps me going at the same time. So I'm grateful for them too. Um,
2: actually, before I move on, since you uh, said that. Is it
4: in the back of your mind to maybe outdo Bernard in age? Because. <laughs> bro, Bernard was like 54 or some shit. No, he was
5: 49, I think. Yeah. Oh,
4: okay. So, yeah. so, so ten, ten, and more years, 10 more and years. Three.
5: 10 more years. Now, you know, I, it's, it's, it's this. I don't ever really compete myself with anybody or, or put that place. You know, I, I got a, a model in my head. But however, my mind or my body says that, hey, you're done, bro, then I'm good. You know, but when it comes down to it, if I can keep going, if I can push it further and further, I'm going to do it. You know, but uh, if, if my one day I'm just going to be like, man, I, I just don't have it in me anymore, then I'm done.
2: Absolutely. All right, we got another one coming in from New York Bullet. Thank you for being on the show and much respect. Do you have a top three favorite victories of your career that are your personal favorite? Um, I'm going to say for me, Darcinian, Fernando Montiel, Ooh, which other big exciting win? Oh my God, I'm stuck on the third one. Who do you got?
5: <laughs> um, uh, th- those two definitely is the first. The first one, the the dark chain, because that was my very first one, and then the Montiel was was uh, was just one of my right. I think that
2: know? one put you on the map,
5: yeah, because you yeah.
2: the way you iced them, it just went viral back right. then.
5: Right. So those two definitely. Um, the third one, I mean, there's a lot of great fights. Um, I can't even think of off the top of my head, man. You know, but I, I would have to say the Nishioka one because it, it had a lot of meaning for me.
2: Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. It yeah, had yeah. a lot of meaning for me, you know, because that— Wasn't that, that a time, unification? That was, I think. Uh, for, yeah, that was. And, um, you know, it just had a lot of meaning for me because during that time, um, I thought that was that was it for me. You know, I mean, if you, look at, if you look back in the telecast, they were saying, Nonito is contemplating about retirement after this fight, you know. But— somehow somewhere, i'm still here <laughs> yeah man Champ, <laughs> you know?
4: I, I i'm curious because man you fought everywhere mm-hmm. everywhere i'm talking about no my, the definition of a world champion no, for real no everywhere um I want to know what location was the most memorable for you. I mean, and I'm I'm going to take the Philippines out because I can only imagine what's, <laughs> what it's like fighting at home. But, I mean, you fought in freaking Guam. Like, I didn't know people lived in Guam other than, like, military members. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy.
5: Right. Um, man, I, you well, know.
4: What I, was your favorite fight or, like, place to fight at?
5: I mean, you know, you can't go outside of the U.S., Um japan was fun japan was fun because I, i've always been connected uh you know when i was you know when i was growing up um i was an anime kid you know mm. i love why because i didn't i couldn't go out i couldn't really do anything you know my dad was like you're gonna stay home you're gonna go to the gym you're going go to the, uh, school you know so that was my thing so going to japan and and, and just enjoying and, and just watching all this other stuff that i kind of saw during uh you know during my my childhood was was fun for me
4: It's kind of crazy to think because it took for Inoue, out of all the fights in your career, that was your first fight in Japan, right?
5: Yeah, I mean, I've been to Japan a couple of times. They've invited me and stuff like that. But that was the first time.
4: That's crazy. Now, uh, June 7th, going back and doing it again um, has to be special to go back, right?
5: It's going to be very, very special. (laughs) It's going to be very, very special. Um, You know, we're just mentally ready for it. um, But to go back, you know, and... and I've always enjoyed it out there, so, you know.
4: That's amazing. June 7th. We can't wait. I got some more still from the
2: people here. We got Alejandro Vega in Florida. No question. I just want to show my appreciation for what you've shown inside the squared circle. Showing what it is to be a true teammate by having your wife in your corner. Much respect to you as a father. So... Just showing you no, love, Thank champ. you,
5: thank you, thank you, brother. Appreciate that, man. That's all we can do for ourselves, man, is do the best that we can, you know. Don't waste any moments and time um, idling.
2: Uh, we got Dual Ingram in Compton that says, what does the title of old mean to you?
5: I don't believe in it, you know. I don't believe in it. Um, I think my mind now is, is I'm getting into a lot of spirituality and stuff like that, and I just started to see, that time is, is it, you know, we, we, are, we are, I guess, when we start to believe in it is when we start to I- inherit it in our body, you know. Um, for me, at this time, like a couple of years ago, a few, uh, about five, four or five years ago, um, you know, a few years ago, I used to wake up with aches and pain, mm. you know. And then I started doing my fasting. I started doing all this other healthy stuff, you know. And, and somehow, some way, I'm performing even more stronger than I did at my best in you know in, in 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 the in the books you know I, I do feel that I'm even better in terms of stamina I'm better with with power as well you know I'm, I'm back you know and and when it comes down to it I don't see age as, as something that's relevant I think it's more of the mindset now
2: mm. I have Scott, the Christian fight fan. What's up, champ? Thank you for blessing the best boxing podcast on the planet, TBV. There is no doubt in my mind that you will be the first Ballet Hall of Famer once you're done. If you're successful against the monster, who will you be gunning for next?
5: Well, there's 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 uh, there's another belt on that. You know, again, my goal is um, is becoming undisputed. You know, and I'm doing it this year. Did
2: you always have the goal of Undisputed, or now, because that's become the new hot thing amongst the male boxers, is that something you feel like, uh, I, can, I might as well go ahead and accomplish that before I hang it up?
5: No, that's that's something that, that only, that's the only thing I, I have not accomplished. I mean, I've done everything else, become fighter of the year, knock of the year, fighter of the year. Um, uh you know all of that stuff. You know, multi-division, unified, unified multi division right. champion. That's the only thing that I don't have. I even have the award as the Mr. Nice Guy Award. Mm. You know, and in, in, first know, so. person. You're the,
2: also, you know, I don't know if they've given you an award, but you deserve one for being, I believe, the first person to do 365 day Vada testing as well. You right. started that I whole started movement, that. and uh, you know others followed suit. You know, Floyd gets a lot of credit for being the guy to, you know. Uh, implement drug testing, but you were doing Vada 365 year round from the beginning. So yep. credit to you for that, for helping enforce uh, and, and and encourage other people to be on the clean boxing program. We got James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. He says, if you could rematch one of your older defeats, who would it be and why? That particular fighter.
5: Let's do them all. Why not? No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know um, I would, I would say, I would say the Rigondeaux one because. Um, I, I felt I mean not to take anything away from him, I felt that just the mental was just um not on the same level, you know, the moment after I, I fought um uh Nishoka, you know, and in the contemplation of retirement, the mindset wasn't there. You know, I train I still train hard. I still train hard, but it wasn't it wasn't to the level where where I was taking my due diligence, which is to study to fight. It was just more of like I'm just gonna try to land a big punch, mm. you know. So, I'd like to have that rematch. And, you know, and I wish him the best, by the way, because I know something happened to him. You know, I wish him the best. Hopefully, he recovers and stuff like that, because that's that's something that's kind of messed up to happen to a fighter, you know?
4: Yeah, I don't know if he's coming back to, to boxing after that, champ. I mean, they said a pressure cooker blew up in his face. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, he showed signs
2: of recovery on in his Instagram wearing glasses, but I don't know. They said that definitely he had. Uh, the potential of losing up to 80% of his sight because of that yeah. pressure, Cougar. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. That,
5: I think that would be great. I mean, he's a great, great fighter, man. Great fighter, very slick. A lot of people don't like his style because of the way he does things. But, you know, for for, for the for the sweet signs, he does well.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Catastrophic Havoc. What should we expect to see from you in your next fight? I'd love to see, your, see you victorious. And with that... Giant win. Will that be your career finale, or will we see you? Excuse me. Will we see more of Donaire?
5: I think you see more uh, of, of course. me. You, you want know, that unification? I mean, you want I w- undisputed. I want, I want. I want to become undisputed. And of course, there's, there's, uh, there's the fifth division. You know, at 115, that we can try to go, or or just keep going. Wow. To uh to to go up with with Fulton or or, or who? Wow. Or, you know? so with I, Fulton. I, I, like I said, man, I fight everybody, and I always will fight everybody. Wow,
2: Fulton would love that, I'm sure because you know, you're a legendary name. Like the last person said, you know, first ballot Hall of Fame uh it should be. Um
4: we got Hold age- on, hold on. Hold on, you can't. You can't yeah. Fulton got you, but 115 got me. Uh champ. <laughs> Some legendary Names at 15 right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: Chocolatito, I, that's what I wanted. That, I didn't that, but know, then you guys I, announced the monster fight. After I seen his fight I'm like, man, you and him would be amazing. Yeah, that would
5: be great. That would be great. I mean, we we you know, we tried to have a negotiation with with Chocolatito's team and and uh and uh El Gallo Estrada's team as well, so Oh wow. you know. I just just those those two. It was just you no, know, those two was my time, you know. I mean, which is always kind of this way, you know. So when,
4: when you say you, when you say you try to have negotiations instead of this fight, like in place of this fight, you well, were trying it, to make when, it happen, or when
5: when there wasn't there was an uncertainty and stuff like that, we wanted different options. Okay, you know, and and we're we're grateful that we got this fight. You know, I'm really grateful for uh, Mr. Honda making this fight and, and uh, Richard Schaefer uh, for for allowing this fight to happen. You know, the negotiating with them too and and making it happen. You know, so I'm, I'm grateful for that.
2: We got uh, Adrian Hernandez that says, What's going on, champ? Watching you knock out Montiel made me fall in love with the sport. <laughs> what would you do differently if the Inoue rematch happened?
5: Oh, there's a lot, a lot of things to do differently, you know. Um, just overall, I came in there, the last time I came in there to fight. This time I come in there to, uh, I'm coming in there to win the fight, you know, meaning mm. that all my arsenal is going to be ready. All my, my strategy is going to be ready. You know, one thing that I did in the past, in the last fight was, you know, I came in there just to fight. You know, I came in there to just hit punches, you know. Um, this time I'm coming in there with with with, with intensity, with, with strategy, with you name it, man. So I'm just excited, man. Mm. You know, this is the fight I've been waiting for.
4: What, um, after the first fight with the monster, right with the Noe, what was your thoughts after? Because I felt like I remember being one of those people that set their alarm to wake up in the middle of the night <laughs> to watch it. But I remember, like everybody, was overlooking you that fight. Nobody yeah. was giving you the slightest bit of chance. And Noi was on a tear up to that point, and then you put up a fight, and you put up a great fight, and it's a close fight, and it goes a decision. What was your your mindset after the fight?
5: Man, right after the right after I got out of the ring, I went to the locker room and I'm like just sat down and I'm like I can beat him. Mm. That was it. I can beat him, you know. And and after that, I got back into the gym like like after a little vacation after that fight, maybe about 2 or 3 weeks, got back to the gym and and, and just started to get really obsessed with 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 uh beating him.
4: Mm. obsessed. So, do you feel like yeah, you've had two fights, two victories since, but everything was a step closer to this rematch. Is, I, that, is that how you looked at it?
5: Well, it was it was it was putting myself in there. You know, I tried to just get in the rematch, but it wasn't going to happen, right? So um, I needed to get to that step. You know, and, and beating Obali was one of them because, uh, perhaps, you know, he had something to do with it because he wanted to beat him because Obali beat his brother. Mm. You know, so and I was able to do that, so um that took notice, I, I think. But ultimately, I think one thing too is is he wanted that fight as well because of 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 how the fight was. You know, when he ran over everybody, I was the one that that was a wall that he, you know, that he barely could climb.
4: Mm. No,
2: I yeah, like how you said
4: that barely.
2: Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> everybody was expecting him to steamroll everybody, and you gave him a. Very exciting fight. Uh, We have one more from Israel Weber who says, Just send in love for you being in a fight that should make the shortlist for being the best fight of the decade. Lunch and dinner on me whenever you're next in Oklahoma.
5: There you go. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> Oklahoma. I, I I've been to Oklahoma once. I think, you know. I think I got some families there that I, I came in to visit. So I'm I might I might be out there, man. You know, <laughs> I might be out there. You know. Shout
2: out Izzy. <laughs> uh, but those are all our questions. Any super chats might have came in uh, questions me, for us. Yes,
4: him? we do have some. We have uh, No Way in Dallas saying huge fan with. Oh, with which one of your coaches from the past do you have your best memories with?
5: I mean, you know, my pops has built me up from the beginning, you know. Um, But aside from that, you know, I would say Robert Garcia because he was like a brother to me. You know, Robert was just, I mean, we're still really cool, you know. So I always support his fighter. So Robert's been, uh, it's, it's, it's like a family to me.
4: Absolutely. We got Alex Corona saying, I was happy that you got your payback against Vic for beating your brother. Um. that's all he said so obviously fire <laughs> emojis yeah,
5: yeah thank you
4: Jam. <laughs> I couldn't think uh, that's been your only rematch up to this point in your career
5: Darts Yeah. I thought so yeah, yeah that was the, I, I ex- thought it's, so. it's so funny because I I had an interview once and you know it was a Japanese interview and he's like yeah have you had any rematch you know uh, how's it feel that, to rematch uh, Inoue and he's like I don't think I've ever had one. I'm like, oh, yeah, wait, I did have one. That was our journey.
4: <laughs> it was like 07 and then like, what was it, like 2012
5: maybe? or something. Oh, wow. 2014.
4: Yeah, years later.
2: Brandon Lenz from Houston says, thanks for coming on the show, champ. As a person who also use fasting for weight loss, I'm interested to know which method of fasting did you find most effective? And by effective, I mean most weight loss in the shortest amount of time.
5: Well, definitely the the water fasting. The water fasting. I mean, I could lose ten pounds in like two days. What's water fasting? That all you do is is eat, uh, drink water. That's it. But that's but that's for else. days at a time. Yeah, that's yeah yeah. Wow. So again, I, I and would, you worked out and a workout. That's the thing is I work out and I, I I like to see where my mindset is. I think a lot of it is 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 getting my mind to to uh, to, um, to, to 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 control my body. You know, when my body is saying no, my, my, my mind is like, you know what, I got, I got you, I got you. We're going to keep pushing, you know, and, and this is why even though uh, um, how tough fights can be, I'm always going to be standing or at least I'm going to get up, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do it. You, you drop me, I'm going to get up, you know, as mm. so many times, you know. So that's just how I am because I think I built my mindset through fasting and all the training that I do. I built my mindset that my body is not going to control me. So, from here, you're going to the gym? Because I think you said 11, right? You're usually well, in the th- gym at 11? Yeah, Thursday is my off day. Oh. So, I'm sparring tomorrow. Oh. Usually, I'm fasting this time. So, I'll start fasting next week. And I, I'll go from there. I mean, it's it's, it's very simple for me. Because I've done it for, for years on now. So,
4: Champ, uh, when do you get into Japan for your fight?
5: Well, I, I just actually had talk with Mr. Honda yesterday. You know, because um, he came in town. Um, and we had a little bit of lunch. And we are just kind of seeing how things are going to work, how things are going to look. Because I have to be there early on because there's, there might be quarantines and stuff like that. Oh. And I, plus the time the time difference, you know. So I'll probably come in a little bit early and then, you know, maybe set up a couple sparrings in there for the last, uh, the last week. Okay. And it's a weird day because it's a Tuesday. I mean, for a lot of people, it was a weird day. But for me, I've never fought on a Tuesday, but I, I grew up watching Tuesday Night Fight.
2: Uh we got Coach Myers that says, Did you ever want to avenge the Regal loss after it happened, or did top rank want you to go a different direction?
5: Well, it was it was um we wanted we wanted that fight right away, you know, but it was just more of like I was in, on a space where eh mm, you know, am I done with this? But then I was just like So you did have a rematch clause? No, we didn't have a rematch oh. clause. We didn't have a rematch clause. So um, that's something that I just don't have in my, uh, in, 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 in my contract. contracts yeah. ever. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a rematch clause. Holy smokes. Yeah. It was just more of like, you know what? I believe in me, <laughs> you know,
2: hey, you bet you on know? yourself.
5: Yeah. So, um, and again, a part of it, I put myself in that because mentally I don't, you know, I want to put, it's like, it's like the, the saying, you know, when, when you take over, you know, uh, an Island, you know, you burn all the ship, you know, you, you just don't think of going back, you know, you just go in there and, and, and take over.
2: I'm, 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 that is the last one, but I, I I gotta ask, or they wouldn't I wouldn't be who I am. Any fear that the fight doesn't happen? Any fear that um, what's surrounding Probellum and MTK affects you and your career at this stage? Obviously, with the U.S. Uh, putting a sanction on Daniel Keenahan, many people are speculating that Probellum and MTK are somehow linked. How are you feeling with that? And if you decide no comment, I understand.
5: Yeah, I mean, there's there's really no comment because I don't really know what the whole situation is. Um, all I am is if if things happen, that means it was meant to happen. You know, it's not going to bother me. I mean, I'm not in for oh I, I need to fight or oh I I got I gotta make money or the, I just you know if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't. All I know is I'm gonna keep pursuing to get that belt. That's that's my that's my only goal. You know and again I did have that obsession of beating Inoue, and, and that's what I'm gonna do
2: temp obviously so, you so just to be clear you never
5: met Daniel Keenahan no I don't even know who he is when okay. I, when when people ask me um do I do you know about this person I'm like who you know, I thought he said Darren Cunningham. Like, I was going to spar him. Darren you know? Cunningham?
2: Yeah. No, no, no. I swear to God. Do remember to God. Darren Cunningham?
5: He wasn't here. He wasn't here Oh, my Darren. God.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was here. He wanted to fight Mickey Bay because Mickey Bay was his trainer, and he lost the fight with Mickey Bay being the trainer. He said Mickey Bay, you know, froze under the lights. He's like, I want to fight him. That was an epic interview. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I remember Mickey Mickey Bay, man, um, in the amateurs, you know, in the amateurs. But, yeah, the that, that first thing that popped in my head because. My wife was talking to some <laughs> reporters, like, and he's like, "Who? Canningham?" I'm like, "Do they want to spar? Because they've asked me to spar, you know." But I'm like, "But he doesn't have the style." So that's what we we're talking about, you know. And then <laughs> it's hilarious. like, "I don't know who that person is," you know. When they, you know, so yeah, I don't. I've never met the guy, and if I did, I wouldn't know because I, I you know, it just didn't, you know. I don't I didn't think register. I, I, yeah,
2: you're good because we got another super chat came in from Corona. Oh, you could. Oh, another one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh he says, Congrats on the monster fight and hope you bring them straps home. And thanks for coming on TBV Fire Emoji a bunch of times with a bunch of gloves. Uh those are my last. You have anything?
4: Yeah, champ, I just I just wanted to know, like at this point in your career, thirty nine years old, multi division champion, first battle hall of famer, no question. Outside of cause you talked about wanting to be undisputed. That's the one thing you haven't mm. but when it like when it's all said and done. What do you want to be remembered as?
5: You know, um there's 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 a part of me now that that I feel like I'm here um for for a particular reason, you know. One thing is I want to help people out, you know. I want to help uh the fighters out, you know, especially with my wife and and knowing the what she goes through in the contracts and all this other stuff. Cause a lot, you know, when I came in to sign the the, uh, the you know, back in the days before I met her, I, I just signed everything, <laughs> you know. It was just like one of those kids, and, and that's something I want to give to the fighters is value themselves and not be not be screwed, you know. But um, I think I want to be remembered as a person that inspire other people, you know. I, I think that's that's more meaningful to me, and my my kids can look into it that my that's that's my papa. My papa was was a great great fighter, not only a great fighter, but he inspired people.
4: Definitely an inspiration to us all, champa. Beyond grateful to have you sitting here with Absolutely. us. Absolutely, and uh, thank we, you so much. You know, we can't wait. We hope we hope that a a, a magic little fairy redirects our flight from Australia <laughs> and takes us to Japan for your fight because yeah, I've uh, never been to Japan. Definitely never oh, you been. You
5: love it, man. You love it. Yeah, you know, so. It's, it's so different. You know, it's just it's it's very dynamic.
2: Actually, before you go. I'm being told I should not let you leave without having you sing the Mexican national anthem.
5: (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) I've fought so many Mexicans, you know, and and I grew up with a lot of Mexicans. So, you know, I'm going to say... Mexicanos a grito de guerra. Uh, <laughs> you got started.
2: You got started, right? Yo, what's
5: up? Shout out to you. Shout out to you, channel. To Yo. hey, so everybody out there, you know, uh, uh, keep healthy, keep safe, man. Do your best always. You always have the choice for yourself. Make that choice for yourself. No one else is making that choice but you. So uh, take care. Be blessed. And thank you for having me here again, guys. Thank you guys you. are awesome.
2: Thank you. We're gonna go ahead and take this in intermission. Please give out any social media if anybody crazy enough not to be following you, and then we'll go take this picture.
5: All right, uh, Nonito Donaire on on Instagram, um, and a Filipino flash on Twitter, and then my YouTube and new YouTube is is beyond the beyond the ring with Nonito and Re- Rachel. That's me and my wife. We're talking about boxing. We're talking about life. We're talking about everything. So follow me on there too. Thank thank you guys. Thank All you. Right.
1: Viva Mexico, cabrones!
5: <laughs> All right.
2: What up, what up, what up, what up? We are back, and we just wrapped up in a fantastic interview with the first ballot hall of famer. Shout out to the
4: legends coming through the Breakfast Club of Boxing. Ringwalk was good. Nah, man, that was great. Obviously, uh always a pleasure to speak to the legendary Nonito Donaire. Yeah. Man. Especially at, uh ahead of a huge fight like the one he has with the monster in No Way. So June 7th, a Tuesday. Going down. Going down. Yo, Listen, you, we're going to be doing a live fight wondered, chat tonight. You ain't never wondered. I didn't want to ask him because I'm sure he doesn't know. What? But it seems like all Japan fights are during the week. Hmm. Like, you, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but he fought in Inouye the first time on a Thursday. This time's a Tuesday. When Neri went out out there, I remember they were weekday fights. So, I don't know. I was just It just seems a little odd, I guess, because we are used to weekend fights. Mm-hmm. But... um. You Know back in the day here in the states, we did have a lot of fights during a week as well. But yeah, man, great interview! That was yeah. that was a great interview. Cannot
2: complain. I do believe we have another. Oh, I'm in the wrong thing. Okay, so we have a caller, and it is T in Toronto. What up, Canada?
1: Yo, 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 what's going on, fellas? Yo. A long time, long time, but always listening. Uh, I really didn't have much, you know
2: what I'm saying? I was just listening to be honest. I'm here at work. I bet, all right, bro. um, um, we have a cash app that says from Abraham Lopez. He says, uh, that's my fault. He says, uh, Tyson, recent video, he put hands on a passenger on a plane. Yeah, we played that. Shout out for being a little bit late, but for giving us the heads up in case we didn't know. We should have shown Nonito. I thought about bringing it up. That was a ball drop. You're right. That was a ball drop right there. We should have totally, totally, totally shown Nonito. But um, it looks like we have someone in the queue. I don't know who are you, but Austin will tell us. Big Gucci Nick. Big Gucci Nick. What up?
0: Yo, what up, Ness? What up, yo, man? Yo, you know, yo, shout out to Nonito Dunair, man. That was a great interview. Um, well, first of all, everybody, smash that like button, smash that subscribe button too. You know what it is? Pound for pound, best podcast out there, man. I listen to hours and hours of content every single day, man. Shout out to you guys. Um, but yeah, man, shout out to uh, Nonito. He's I would consider him. So now would you put Nonito in the pound for pound list since everybody's got pretty much a new way like top five? Like if he beats a new way,
4: no question, um, he's pound like absolutely no question.
0: Right? Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely put him up there. Um, I think he he definitely deserve it. It's a tall task
4: for three of the four belts that, at bantamweight. Absolutely,
0: everything oh, he's sure, everything
4: it? he's accomplished, no question.
0: Oh, definitely, Danny. You know what the crazy part with the lower division? It is extremely competitive. The best fight, the best. So for Nonito to have a world title, the WBC at that, at Bantamweight, very competitive. It's super imp- impressive at 40. That's, like, ridiculous, man. The guy's definitely a legend. Um, Best of luck to him in that fight, man. It's, it's definitely... Uh, you know it was definitely going to be the favorite but I think it's going to be a good scrap best of luck to him for sure
4: no definitely bro the first one was a classic can't wait we appreciate your call
2: alrighty then that is everybody Nest GTO Instagram and Twitter
4: catch us on the next one Ken my name is Nestor Gibbs on TikTok where I'm blowing up Nesta Gibbs on TikTok, the boxing voice on all platforms. all platforms. Let's remind everybody, so tonight we have our typical flagship show, but we will have two shows tonight as it is our 4 p.m. flagship show that mm-hmm. is 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, which will be followed up by a live fight But, fi but I think
2: it starts at the same time, no?
4: I mean, by the time the main event is, you know, unless you want to go live for like seven, six, seven hours. I doubt it's going to be that long. I mean main Bro, events are on the west coast Yeah main events Out here usually kick off At 8 On a Thursday though I'm sure But we're gonna
2: We're gonna definitely Call and watch Along with you guys The Mercito Gesta Versus Joel Diaz Jr. fight Peace Rainwalk Danny
3: Here's
4: to the great American settlers The millions of you Who settled for Unsatisfying jobs Because they paid the bills Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com.
1: S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.